0: Hello and welcome back to There Will Be Dungeons. Time for us to play D&D with Bo, John, Kristen Kyle, and myself, Scott Johnson. We're going to play and uh, we're glad to have you here with us. Uh, Quick reminder, at the end of the show, we're going to tell you all about how you can support your favorite D&D podcast, so stick around for that. In the meantime, we're going to get straight into it and hand the mic over to uh, Kristen, who will catch us up on what happened last time on There Will Be Dungeons.
1: Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, the explosion from the eradicated entity flung our fearsome foursome. Varel had a vision. He was greeted by Grosgill and garnished gratitude for maiming the god-killer's monstrosity. Upon waking, the group was gathered in a small area surrounded by friendlies firing on foes. It was time to head inside the sealed city. They took two Nashes, the jeweler, and a few others. Once inside, they drove their determined, they drove to their determined destination, a Walmart. It was wide and held hidden troops Stanley furiously ferreted out. They were led by an old friend of Nash's, but the fight would not be foul. Empathy grenades rendered the repugnant Repscallion sad and easy to cater a kill. The rest fell just as well. With the way wicked, they beat it to the back and entered an elevator, headed down. Now rejoin our heroes and their forces as the battle rages for the fate of the wide and weird world of The Waste.
0: All right, bo, we're in your capable yet gentle hands.
2: Our heroes of the waste find themselves from last week descending down a freight elevator. Freight. <laughs> <laughs> the freight elevator is made of steel and rebar. Chains clank from pulleys clink clink, clink 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 as the platform descends. There's some protective barriers along the side, but you can see sand turn to Uh, more impacted mud, and then turn to hard stone as you move down this shaft. Clink, 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 clink.
3: The noise of the Walmart departs.
2: The elevator hits
4: the hits what is uh, the noise of the Walmart? Oh <laughs> <laughs> right, we had music in there. I <laughs> forgot.
2: Yeah. Good point. We didn't really notice at all the uh kerfuffle going on, but there was a little muzak running in the store stock room before you hit the freight elevator. <laughs> as it as you descend, the freight elevator slows and you hear and the door sort of opens up and then it shows this rock cavern hallway it moves into darkness so you can only see so far there are wires embedded in the stone along the ceiling and they're like knocked over crates and boxes and you hear a Outside of the elevator shaft.
4: Alright,
2: you guys are up. up. What would the party like to do?
4: I finished my pepperonis slash bacon strips (laughs) that I had gotten from the pet section. Mm -hmm. They were a fine meal. I discarded the bag and I turned to Nash. Looking familiar?
0: In what regard? Like I've been here before?
4: That would be my hope.
0: Uh, I mean, it's been a while. A couple of decades, so maybe, I guess, one hallway looks the same as the other, but... Sure, we're going the right way, I guess. Nash really doesn't know for sure. He knows we've been here, but he's been here, but he doesn't. He doesn't remember exactly what it looked like, or if it's changed.
2: It's
4: been a number of years, for yeah. sure. Who's still going with us? Do we have any other NPCs? It's just the party. Nash Maggard
2: of the Solar Mines, Pharrell Raspim-Kurik, Arifi Hope Akamenos, Queen Regent Tietcala, and Valir Ornath, known in these parts as Stanley Billings, the Celeli Prime of the Elhandari.
4: And the floaty ore business carrying our
2: We do have the Trianglosphere. Uh, uh, someone has it. I think it was Hope that picked that up last. Yeah. Uh, the remote control with the Autolux uh, sphere wrapping and carrying the weight of the Trianglosphere device.
4: All right. I'll lead the party down the hall yeah
2: Okay. so uh, Varel you begin moving out of the hallway uh, carefully scanning for any signs of danger as you were just in a war up above and you stop at a point where you see that the cavern traverses left or continues straight no new noises can be heard Hmm.
4: I will smell for fresher air down one of the passageways.
2: Okay, let's roll a perception check, please. Ten. Ten. Okay. So, um, there's a musty there's a musty armpity smell all throughout this cavern as if, you know, it's been in use for many decades, but doesn't see much maintenance in terms of cleaning (laughs) And it smells like rock. Ventilation doesn't seem to be very high here either. But uh, in terms of a direction, any notable smell from either way. You would say from the beginning you think you might have caught a whiff of rot, of flesh rot.
0: Definitely a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Hmm. Am I able to tell if either path seems to lead downward more or feels warmer? Seems we're heading towards a. Well, well Varel's or- out
2: ahead a little bit. Um, from what you can see, you can see straight down, but without going around the corner, you can't see if it descends. But the path in front of you seems straight enough for now.
4: I will cue the party in as they approach from behind and tell them the smell of rot is in the air, much as Nash smells (laughs) on a hot day. How do
0: you know it's not me?
4: You are behind me. Oh, that's
0: right. I'm downwind.
4: (laughs) Plus, you have had, what, two baths in our time together?
0: (laughs) That you are aware of, yeah. Or than I'm aware of.
4: <laughs> Interesting response. <Yeah. laughs> we will discuss your secret baths later, Nash. Stanley, what do you sense?
5: Uh let me press on by, get to the get to the junction. Well, if we're trying to get to the core, we're trying to get to the hottest part of the planet, I would think we want to travel anywhere that's leading down and anywhere that's giving off more heat. And so that's what I would be trying to check for. Is my noticing more heat from either option? Uh, just based on your passive
2: perception, there's no temperature changed. <clears throat> Very little air circulation in this area. And no okay. temper cha- temperature change from moving left or going straight.
5: I can also go ahead and scout down one of the paths if everybody wants to go down another. Or we can just decide to unify on a decision, and if we need to come back, we need to come back. It sounds good.
4: Uh, Stat-wise, you are the sneakiest of us right now, John.
5: I think so? I'd imagine I have a plus seven to stealth. I'm the least. Okay. So I think I'm the most perceptive too so there's a decent chance that I would be able to detect things
4: Do we have any invisibilities or any of that nature? Because we still haven't seen the like of the principal, right? You no, know, not since uh, not since um, Pentelweiss So it would be safe to say he's down here being all boss-like <laughs> Sitting in big chairs and whatnot Um And if we can jog Nash's memory, that's probably the best way to go. Nash, do you have like invisibility or anything like that? Or Mm. misty steps?
0: Trying to remember. Hold on. Maybe I do. No, I don't have any of that. At one point I did and I swapped it out. This would have been a good time to have it, I guess. Okay. Okay. But I
4: don't I'm up for that plan let's um I'll keep the party here in case something comes down the hall and we need defending and we can send John stealthily ahead Stanley
5: alright I'll uh go ahead and continue down the primary tunnel the one that leads straight the one that leads uh, straight. Okay. for about a hundred feet or so stealthily
2: hey, make your stealth check please <clears throat>
5: And I think I still get to, yeah, because I still have uh, what's it on me? twenty five for stealth.
2: okay, perfect. So you very quietly walk down the hallway to the north, avoiding stepping on anything that might cause sound, avoiding grazing anything, even with your cloak perfectly just misses ground and any other obstacle. There are small, you know pieces of box and barrel cast aside in a rather wide cave. You know, it's about 10 feet wide. There's lots of room. Uh, you make your way down another 100 feet or so. Pretty far down um, as you move. And finally you can see within view that the cave veers off to the left and what looks to be like some sort of uh, metal gate. And the gate is open. And as you approach you hear the sounds of <clears throat> Flip the lever, let's go, and then you hear metal everyone the whole party hears this sound of metal going krunk, 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 and you hear a krunk, 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 and as you get close to the doorway to see something around that corner at the end of the hallway, you peer with your stealth roll remain undetected. The three orcs from the battle above that had retreated, the Kromukishi warriors—they're um, far out in a larger chamber that s- sees a lot of like mechanics, like a large cavernous chamber that has a lot of industrial machinery that's rusted and rotted. But in the center of this room, there's a pit carved out and two rail like rail tracks, and they're on these. Um, Rail cars that are like carved out that have seats and stuff, like they're sort of box like metal and they have seats for the clearly intended for the transportation of humans, but not full subway cars, right? They're open on the top. Um, and the the lat the the you see the rail cars start to move as the Kuromokishi like has just like initiated it to go and then it runs and hops in with the other two. And the rail car goes, it takes down, takes off down a cavern and you hear, as it echoes off into the distance, the whole party can now hear this noise. Um, and then it, it echoes off into the distance.
5: All right. I will uh, cast message back to uh, Varel. And say, uh... Whisper into it, Vorel, I went down this path. I see the orcs that were saying they were going to go and form the principal. So I think this is the correct way to go. If they are headed for him, this is the way we need to head.
4: Does this thing go both
5: ways? <laughs> One time, so that's all I hear, and then if you say anything after it, no. <laughs> well,
4: that's what happens.
5: Alright. So that's all you hear back in. And- <laughs> Does this thing go way. both ways? I guess I'll send him another message. It's a cantrip, it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, for right. it goes both ways one time.
4: Good. Can we catch up to the orcs and destroy them before they reach their master?
5: They took a train. We might be able to, but it's uh, it's going very quickly. Oh no, train! <laughs> That's all- Not is, a train is fan. There anything else you needed to say? Because that was all I got. Was oh no, train? <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> Stanley? I'll <he'll> just wait. <laughs> at this point
4: did we catch up not working Ash yeah can you do this thing that he's doing with me uh
0: no I don't have that ability oh. I can I can make something you're holding turn into a light if you want that's
4: <laughs> about all I got at this stage um Stanley found some sort of train set and we're going to play with it <laughs> okay
0: that seems weird. That doesn't sound like Stanley. He doesn't like to, I don't know, waste
4: his time. Uh, I fear we are in another Caravillon, perhaps, situation. Avoid the video games, if you can this time. Mm. <laughs> I'll advance the party after Stanley.:
2: OK. Uh, hope Nash you follow Vorel as he leads the way uh, down the hallway and you get to this entrance. Um That's off to the right that's sort of invisible from view because the cave turns a little bit, and um you know, Stanley, I think you're safe to move around the corner with the assailants sort of out of view, so uh, the party generally moves into this larger room, and it's just looks like an engineering room like who knows what these are all for, but of note is that there's actually a large pipe that's running along the top of where the rail cars run. And there's a bit of steam coming from them. Psss, you hear the hissing of like hot steam moving from this large metal pipe. And the pipe has like wirings and like, you know, markings on them of arrows, like directions. And it seems to be heading towards um, the left, which would be, John, as you noted about descending pathways, the railcar path moves from north to south. And the northern part was the direction the Koromokishi went. Seems to descend a little further
5: down the cave that you can see. I would point that out to everybody, let them know what I saw, where they went.
2: Now there is also a a, um, a booth uh, next to the rail uh, rail car where there appears you know you see like there's there's in the ground there's like this like big lever that has like a, like a handle piece on it that you squeeze and then it closes and it pulls, you know, like a typical train car thing. You play video games and, um, <laughs> and, but then there's, there's also a booth, uh, wherein you see, um, what looks to be like titillating drawings, uh, posted up on the walls in there and a panel with some buttons.
5: Uh, maybe there's a way to call the train back see if i can uh uh maybe hope she's got a better knack for the machines hope do you think you can make heads or tails of this let's see that kristen isn't there immediately ask her to do something so while
4: she's busy and we return to that you mentioned pipes are those going the same way as the drain or was was that a separate way
2: Um, so the pipes so that basically it's like a circular room right and the train tracks run perpendicular to the way you've come in and the pipes are the same as the train so so above you if you were to take the the train car you would see you would follow the pipes along it looks like as they run north and south out of the room as well well a large pipe with some little pipes on the side so plurals was fine
4: I will inspect these important drawings Okay,
2: so you move over to the booth and take a look at the drawings, and you see that it's um, drawings of, you know, Toyota host men and women, very crudely drawn in various states of undress, like with their hubcaps removed and pants maybe a little lower than they should be, revealing genitalia of the uh, soft shells.
4: Yeah. Nash, (laughs) what do you make of this? Gross. Are these yours? No.
0: No. Mine, I'm afraid, is long gone. (laughs) He says wistfully. I haven't seen mine in a long time, Varro.
4: We'll find your room, Nash, and I'll clap him awkwardly on the shoulder. (laughs) The bed will be discovered and flipped.
0: (laughs) I'm not sure we'd find much there. It was a couple of decades now,
2: <laughs> but I appreciate the 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 notion. Uh, you may need to reiterate the request.
5: Uh, oh, uh, right. So Stanley's taking a look at the uh, the controls and uh, looks over to Hope and says. Hope, you're better with machines than me. Do you think there's a way that uh, we might be able to call the train back?
1: Yeah, let me take a look.
5: Okay. Use
2: your vehicular skill to uh, make a check, please, on your ability to suss out what the machinery does.
5: A nine. Oh, nine. Oof. Oof. Can I, uh, seen as Stanley's there assisting, and I actually, as of this last level up, am proficient with land vehicles? Can I aid her in such a check?
2: Oh, uh, you can aid her, yes. So give her advantage by aiding her.
1: Alright, let's try this again. A little better, a 13.
2: Okay, um, so Stanley sort of helps. You're like, uh ah, not sure, and then Stanley makes a comment to the effect that, like, kind of jogs your memory, so... Uh, the, the the neurons start firing a little faster <clears throat> uh, you look over the panel and it's it's not terribly complicated of a panel so you're able to figure it out um, essentially there's some buttons here that queue up rail cars and um, that also there's there appears to be this sort of Archaic looking dial that's made from like uh, lights. It isn't like an LCD screen or something So the readouts not clear to kind of show where along this path the cart is there's this Linear rail that runs from a to B essentially with two rail paths And so you can see based on what's lit up is that one rail car is down at the end of let's say a and That there's another rail car that's at the end of B now you have um, buttons that you can probably press to queue them up to bring them to you without the need of a driver. Um, however, one of those buttons is colored in such a way that it's darkened and an in use light is, is lit up on it. But the other cart seems available and you could potentially summon it by pushing the button.
1: Looks like we could call one back, but I think the one in use is in use. So we could possibly catch up, but I don't think we could call them back.
5: All right, let's do it.
2: All right, so... Hope you press the button and you hear a, a satisfying click. This is a great little metal panel, so you push this big, you know, plastic button that goes, <laughs> and you hear like, and you hear of like metal gears going, <clears throat> <clears throat> throat> and then you see the 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 the, the panel light up <clears throat> from B and begin making its way to uh, potentially you, and the in use sign under that button is now lit up and you hear sort of echoing throughout the cave as the rail car comes. Now, during this time, the in-use light uh, comes off of the one that you just saw.
4: uh,
2: Depart for for the first rail car that that Stanley saw. And then another rail car appears on rail B and and the party can sort of see it slow down.
5: Quickly now. Yep. Yeah. Climb aboard.
2: Yep. Get on. All right. All right. The party just quickly hops into the rail car and uh, everybody's in and it doesn't go anywhere. Uh, hope you look around for a start button and surmise that, oh, probably it's got to be released. And uh, you see, like, the, the handle that you can pull for it.
1: Cool. She pulls.
2: All right, so you hop out, pull the handle, doesn't take much, it's, you know, in working condition, and then it begins to move, Uh, you run to the rail car and hop in, and the rail car begins going, and then it descends, and cool, like hot air is made cool by the wind, and you see the pipe sort of flowing at the top, it gets really dark in the rails, there's little lanterns every so often that mark your progress as you... Uh, you have a bit of time to have conversations or prepare in some way for your arrival. If not, we can just move straight to arrival.
4: Uh, there is one thing I'd like to do while we descend down. I just want to make sure my shield's working after the <laughs> engagement with Grozil and his defeat.
2: Okay. So you want to illuminate your fire shield?
4: Yeah. It lights up. <laughs> okay i'll i'll give my i'll turn it off give my chest a little pat and say there goes the god killer <laughs> wow all
2: right ku 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 uh, a solid, you know, five minutes passes. It's a bit of a journey. You've traveled maybe, and it's gone very fast, you've traveled at least a mile. If you had to guess, although you don't really know which cardinal direction you're heading in, unless somebody has some sort of feat or talent or ability to do so, um, you, you would surmise a sense that you were likely heading in the direction you were originally trying to get to, which is currently you'd be under the domed city, the domed suburbia for the special people uh, that Nash talked about um, living in the suburbia. Uh, but <clears throat> if you had to guess, you're moving more towards the center, underneath the pool of lava that erupted when Grosjeal came out from the ground. <coughs> cung, 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 cung. The rail car sort of coasts in. The chain grabs it. Make sure it's braked. And smoothly rolls in. And you roll to another large chamber. Similar. You see the second rail car. uh, Just there idling. And you see another sort of booth. And um, you see two torches. Blazing. uh, Towards a cave. And then more cave entrance. Uh, More cave. Like just. There's no people here. There's nothing much to see except engineering. And that pipe you see. um, Sort of moves down. And is now on one side of the cave floor as it runs uh, as it runs down that same cave as well.
4: Hmm. Any obvious doors? Yeah,
2: that one entrance is the. It's it's not really a doorway, but there's there's one exit to the place. So when you're ready to move
4: on, you you'll tell me. Okay. question. Yes. For my companions. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Whoever you may be. Not for you, Lord. <laughs> Not for you. What, what are we doing here? <laughs> we're,
0: we're trying to get in to the core of things.
4: Yes, we have the device and we're going to plant it and we're going to blow it up, I assume. What else are we doing? We are defeating the principal today, yes?
5: I imagine that's going to be a necessary step, yes. Well, I
1: assume if we get to the core, we'll find the principal.
4: Nash? Yeah? Do you have any feelings that may conflict with this activity?
0: None. I hate this place. Whatever we do, we burn it
4: to the ground and we're done. I mean, destroying your spawn maker, your dad.
0: He's not my dad. He sucks. I mean, he is maybe truly physically somehow involved with my creation, but he's a shit dad. (laughs) And I don't care what happens to him.
4: We defeat shit dad. (laughs) Though I assume he will be sporting a brand new arm. Correct, Hope? Uh, oh, she'd know, man. Uh,
1: Yes. (laughs) It's got some very powerful spells in it. A lot of them require that he has line of sight. um, But once he's used all the spells, he can't or shouldn't be able to use it anymore. I don't know if he's modified it.
4: Were there any weaknesses in this arm?
1: You had to be evil to use it.
4: So if we make him good, we, we won't be able to use him then.
1: Possibly. <laughs> also, the, the, this, this, the person that the arm belonged to was very scared of the principal. I don't know how we could use that, but if the principal and that thing don't get along, there's a chance it won't work.
4: I'm not sure what to make of that, but I do have an idea. We have here a steam pipe which we could use to mask our approach in some way. Nash, how do you feel about being bait? Um.
0: I mean, that's fine. Sure. I'm probably good bait. I don't know that either, any of you being uh, the object of bait would be a better idea because you're not this you know you're not the one who got away i think that's probably wise i'm happily i will happily risk the position of being bait
1: Uh, question for Bo: how long -hmm. would it take to get the triangular sphere working
2: well you're to deposit it into the hottest place of the planet which was determined to be in the solar mines you're not a hundred percent sure what that place is, but it's a you'll know it when you see it kind of thing, um, because they are mining solar energy here, but also harvesting you know from the Earth's mantle, um, on some level. Um, yeah, so really, there's nothing to it more than just to deposit it; it'll do all the rest of the work. You just gotta chuck it in.
1: Okay,
6: it's a it's in a it's a Mount
2: Doom wand. ring ring in Mordor kind of situation.
1: Oh, okay, gotcha.
2: Yeah, yeah. Except it's a big elven technological device and and not a ring.
1: (laughs) Okay, cool. Uh, So Hope will kind of look at Varel and nod, because there's a chance that if he's at the place we need to deposit this, one of us could try sneaking it around and in while you deal with your dad, Nash.
0: Sure. I mean, the only problem with me being bait at the moment is I have terrible hit points right now. (laughs) So, maybe Stanley wants to, you know, man-touch me or something before I go. Or do anything crazy.
2: (laughs) I mean... What's a (laughs) (laughs) man-touch? I don't know. Never mind. I I don't want to know.
0: I'm not sure I want to know. Yeah, I'm... I'm in bad
4: shape something along the lines of, you know, Dad, I'm home. My many limbs that were melted together yearn to embrace you. I wish I had a father. Let us play the catch. And perhaps... <laughs> what was it called in, um... What was the thing we trained for with the balls? Oh, Blood Ball. Blood Ball. But yes. Yes, you wish to participate in Blood Ball with uh, your... Poppy, I've heard it referred to as <laughs> and as you do this we will deposit the sphere and should something go wrong I will strike the steam vent filling the whole place with steam and we'll make our exit I mean maybe he's
0: into that, I don't know if he's not he, one, one uh, stern look could kill me, I'm only at seven hit points
4: How was? is first of all You always describe your health in these bizarre ways. (laughs) Second of all, (laughs) why are you so low (laughs) (laughs) when we all did rest? (laughs) Oh, did we do a long rest?
2: We did a short rest where you could roll hit dice to recover your I
0: mean, any rest. I didn't know we did any rest. Oh,
4: no, wait. You got blown up in the Walmart. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, I think that... Because
5: I was going to say, I'm not at full either, and usually I'll short rest You guys can take a short rest now. This could count... The
2: conversation's gone on long enough that you'd be like, you know what? Sit down and maybe bandage up. Just FYI. Okay. You're not under any direct threat.
5: Catch your breath, Nash. Why don't you do that? (laughs) Don't forget, we have this... Uh night's rest in a can or whatever it is that the elves gave us I don't think it should have too big of an effect on you Nash you're basically an immortal so who cares if it cuts a couple years off your life and as I can tell you can't die
0: well that's true and honestly this is in some ways the end of the road for me if we don't win this if we don't walk away victorious well I guess I float like a heart for eternity it's it's worth it if uh you know if I die here it's fine that's what I'm trying to say um hold on I'm gonna do a rest
5: so we're doing a short rest
0: yeah I can't so remember where to do it oh there it is short rest
5: jeez oh, I've used up almost all my hit dice
4: yeah same here
1: yeah mine are all gone
5: oh.
0: I'm close. Alright, here we go.
2: I think you'd be okay to burn all your hit dice right now. Just, maybe. I can't guarantee it, promise, but... You're, just if but it helps the indecision paralysis. I did like, anyway, and it almost against. got
5: me to full. <laughs> okay, there we go. Almost. Uh, I've, I've still got...
0: Well, it got me close, well yeah, I'm still 30 down but it got me get
2: up, it's better than 7 So
4: I'm still missing 100 hit points uh, you've, uh,
2: Nash, you've still got a dragon use, I think you've graduated to two charges, right? Uh, yeah. I think
1: we used the second one with Krogell.
2: Yeah, hold on Did, Yeah, I that was was the say, sec- Oh yeah, first one
0: was with the cr- okay, you're at a charge, never mind Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a long rest away from anything better
5: Damn.
0: Yeah, damn is right
5: Limping across this finish line. Okay. Hey, I got seven more spells I can cast of various levels. <laughs> Most of them low.
4: <laughs>
5: so is fun. the
4: is the long rest in a can take any delivery time, or is it a?
2: It's an action. Jab it in your leg, and it's like you know, uh, instant activate. you instantly have your spell slots and your thing. So you could, in theory, burn it in combat. Okay.
0: I think that's what I'll wait for. I don't want to use it before it's time.
5: My plan is, well, don't use it unless I have to. And if I have to, it'll be fighting. Yeah. Well, um,
0: I definitely don't care about.
2: You could expect a bit of a hangover from it, but.
0: Yeah. yeah. And the loss of yeah. years on the end of your, I don't care about that. It's fine.
4: Like a fifth of my years is a lizard. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah. uh, so. Good point. Uh, I should though, because if his hope was doing fingers of death, as I remember, and if he fingers of deaths me and I hit zero hit points, I disintegrated. Varel, so
2: are
5: fun. you concerned about your health?
2: Yeah. You have a feature that prevents you from, you have a feature related to, uh, it's basically what is it like? And you know, something that you drop to one hit point, you enrage for a while, basically. Just don't forget about that. That's all. Oh, that's you've true. never, you've never triggered it. We've <laughs> never triggered it. I don't think.
4: No, and I have a natural one from my, um, from being a barbarian as well. But I didn't know. I'm not trying to meta game too hard, but I there's something no. about like hit, hit hitting zero hit points when disintegrated, you instantly die. Yeah, that's, if you hit zero disintegrate, disintegrated,
5: yeah, yeah you okay. turn to dust.
1: But the I am by that my Hope pad did not have disintegrate.
4: Okay.
5: All right. Well, Varel, we are probably going to need you at your prime, so Stanley will go over and speak some magical words and cast Heal on Varel, uh, which is going to... What level spell is this? I think I might have to cast it at a higher level. I am. So, uh, 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 I'm going to cast Heal at 8th level. Oh damn! That is ninety hit points back to you, sir. Sweet.
2: All right. So Stally walks over. Where do you Where do you touch him? Like on his head? Do you, do you, just, a just a clasp on the shoulder. Over? Do you man
0: touch him?
5: Just a shoulder clasp, and just an instant like flaring flash of light. And
2: okay, flash a flash of light just mends all wounds and scales back to. You're normal leaves self.
5: Stanley breathing pretty hard. Like, use what it I, well. That what I wanted—that to, oh, took a lot out of me.
2: What I wanted to say was, the "Principle does have disintegration It's got nothing to do with the hand." I just wanted to make sure you were—you knew you know this. You've seen it.
4: Excellent. I will give Stanley a hearty huzzah handshake clasping his upper arm it will be well spent my friends the end of the road or perhaps a lot more road either way let's go
2: Okay. so everyone begins getting up get back to moving down the hallway unless there anything else anyone wants to do nope no. Okay. I think so, so we move so there basically is an entrance way it's a <coughs> cavernous mouth two torches in it the only exit to this room obviously the way the Korobokishi went so um, is there any stealthy approach or do you just walk um, regular <coughs> regular speed kind of thing any consideration to approach I'm going to float to minimize
0: footfalls <coughs> and stuff like that nice So
4: yeah we'll move stealthily
5: yeah
2: Oh, full party stealth. All right, let's get stealth rolls then, please.
0: From the pot. Do I get any advantage because I can float, or is I, I just roll stealth away? Uh,
2: no, because you can still hit your head on things and stuff. It's not. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: Doesn't really make you more stealthy. All it right. just But it does prevent footsteps. Yes.
4: All right. <laughs> you have to hold your own butt so it doesn't go.
2: That's right. <laughs> Put a filter on there.
5: I well, apparently. 20. Oh, you got a what? Nat 20.
4: Oh
0: my oh, yeah. lord. Someone's going to be stealthy. Uh, man, don't
2: disappoint Kyle's <laughs>
5: Kyle is nat 20. Uh, well, get, get ready. Apparently still fatigued from casting a level 8 spell, Shit. Stanley got an 11. I got a 4. Uh-huh. A
0: 4? <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> tell me blowing. where I bonk my head. It's
2: fine. Whatever.
1: A 13 for hope.
2: All right. Well, st- uh, Varel, um, as you move forward... You're just like in the zone right now after a speech like what you gave and you know your consideration. You just feel like you're on it, and then as you stealth forward, each of the party members in turn make a little noise like a little creak, and you turn back and you give them a glare. And then each sort of time, everyone like is like, "Oh shit, Varel's really wants us," you know. Like there's a sort of reaction as everyone makes a little noise, and you scold with your eyes everyone, and then. Uh, Due to your great leadership with your natural role, uh, you're able to get everyone to be as quiet as possible. And you begin moving down this hallway. Now, what's nice is that the noises were masked by the steamy hot pipe that's like, has like a, it's either fizzing and there's a little like, like, as you sort of walk down, little gusts of steam uh, burst out before you and around you. You get uh, down this hallway some direction, and the stench of flesh rot grows immensely uh, as, as you as you move down. Just a um, rotten, cadaverous smell, and as you move down, the actual pipe begins to sort of swirl around a little bit to the top, as it looks like it was sort of ramshodily made. And and like it's it's a little more intense now. You can you can, everyone can feel heat coming off of this thing. You could cook something on the surface of this pipe. And in fact, when we touch it, you're like, ow, you know, like it's it's hot. Um, but as the pipe moves to the ceiling, you then now move to this part of the hallway, or hallway. This have a ca- ca- cavern that has entrance that has exits on the left and right, and then a little further down on the left and right again, and then a little further down on the left and right again. So there's like six different directions and then it continues going straight so is there and they're open there's no doors so potentially you could be seen if you just casually walk by if there's anything to be to be noticed in there Uh, anything to notice you in there so what Hmm. would you like to do
4: any foot traffic uh, tracks
2: hmm Survival roll. <laughs> <laughs> all
6: right,
2: well, this is just for investigating. You know, we can make other rolls later. Um, so you take a look just on the ground, real quickly, to see what the foot track situation is. Cause you really think of it, Toma. And um, you see a great many boot prints all around. And in fact, as you sort of pick up a grain of sand, you see coagulated like blood like, in a sand, like, thing, you know? Like, just maybe some blood spilled there, made the sand clump, and you just hit me. And looking at it, it's not fresh, but it's not really old either. Hmm. Uh, but you see there's a lot of footsteps moving out of all six directions. Uh, and you're not really able to make any determinations about who was where, but this place was heavily trafficked recently.
4: I mean, if there was a forge that made mashes in a sense, or at least made the Nash. Any of the footprints match his size? Could I kind of grab his floaty ankle and start lining him up?
2: (laughs) I mean, some of them do match as you you move over uh, and bring his leg to some of the footprints. I mean, Nash's are you wearing work boots? What boots? What's your foot gear situation? Oh, I assume geez. you're barefoot, but I don't think that's no,
0: right. No, don't assume that. That's a terrible assumption. Let's see. What am I wearing?
2: You got your rambunctious boot strides, maybe? Uh, but anyways, still? while he figures out what boots he's wearing, um, I got some it. of them still, do match the size. Steel bo- steel-toed boots with a secret spike is what I'm currently okay. wearing. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, um, so he takes your leg, Nash, and he just begins lining them up harmlessly, you know, he's not harming you by grabbing your legs, so... Uh, unless you want to make me roll for it. Um, he you matches your foot up to various things. He pulls you from floating, so he's kind of pulling you down a little bit, and um, matches your feet, and like, yeah, and matches some of the sizes. There's a great many footprints uh, on the ground.
4: What's our lighting situation right now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, the lighting, so there... So um, Good question, I forgot to... You know, there's, there's lighting... Um, like sort of these electrical um, cabling that's moving alongside of these caverns as well and periodically there's some halogen light style thing sort of emanating from these wires so you are getting illumination from there if not that then you can see sort of the glow of like uh, kerosene lamps here and there
4: okay I'll call up um... (laughs) I'll call up Stanley and Hope since I'm holding on to Nash's ankle anyway Yep. we have blood in some <laughs> of these footprints many of these match Nash how much um. blood <laughs> I'll look up your leg at you <laughs> <laughs> little dripped, perhaps someone's injured
5: did you say, Bo, uh, are we able to continue to follow the pipe, or is the pipe out of sight now? No, the, the pipe, pipe still, go in all directions? The pipe runs along the ceiling towards the north. My guess would be that this pipe, or whatever, uh, wherever it comes from, is harnessing the energy, the heat, the steam. If I had to venture a guess, it would be that this pipe leads to whatever the hottest section of the Solomon is. It seems to be feeding through here, and uh, I think our best bet would be to follow it.
4: All right, I'll advance us. Follow the pipe. Okay,
2: so you're gonna walk and. Okay, so you step out and you walk, and you can see immediately on your left and right. um, There's a large um, row of cages, and in those cages there are giant. piles of bodies and nash you remember um knowing slaves down here knowing the people down here and these cages used to be filled you know they used to be where the workers would go when they weren't working they'd sit in cages right mm-hmm. so the the cages are filled with bodies and as you look in there's like carnage all around the room there's like blood splats and slashes uh, just just on the first two set of doors on both sides there's there's blood stains and slashes and it, it's, it was um, what do they call it when they uh, slaying like a culling like just uh, there's maybe 50 to, the room goes pretty far back there's maybe like 50 to 80 corpses all from first glance as you look in you see a lot of decapitations a lot of heads missing on both sides of the room do I recognize any of those heads? Well, there's no heads, they're all gone. Oh, the heads so are gone. I don't Okay. They're all they're all decapitated and yeah, there are no heads uh, anywhere.
0: That's disconcerting. Concerning? Concerting? Um, I would say something like these weren't to my memory these weren't here before. This is new.
2: Do well, you, you continue on, or do you explore the, the side rooms?
4: I assume this is the source of the rotting flesh smell, then. The
2: stench is now explained, yes.
4: Mm. Are they dressed in any certain way? Um, They're
2: wearing rags, like, uh, you know, just uh, peasants' clothing, essentially. Just, like, tattered dungarees and, like, ripped uh, cloth shirts. They... Races of all various kinds, not just uh, anything in particular. No lizard folk here, but um, you know you definitely spot what could be human elf, like soft shell races, essentially. Um, but they're all in a pile, fully closed, so it's hard to tell without doing a bit more investigation work. You know, what exactly the numbers would be, but um, you know they, they seem to be like the doors of the cages seem to be ajar, like of the prison cells. And the bodies seem to be piled up in various corners with their heads taken off. And as you sort of look around, because there's there's six exits, you know, there's new chambers. Each of the six exits is just like they were probably organized into different chambers. Maybe the prisoners or slaves were organized by type. One of the rooms doesn't have a lot of cages. It looked more like a discipline room where it has, you know, posts for people to be tied up and whipped on and, and things of that nature.
5: it seems like whatever they're doing they're basically calling off their efforts here if they're getting rid of their labor then they may be ready to sacrifice it didn't you say they could flood the tunnels with uh, lava if needed
0: they could but it was always a last resort
5: well if they're killing their workers I would say they are in last resort territory I think we need to hurry.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Let's move. I mean, there may be right. something in these side rooms we can use, but if you want, if we, if speed is of the essence,
2: then we're just going to get hung up here. All right. There's no disagreement. The party continues along, looking at the corpses uh, piled up out of all six rooms just a quick count there's hundreds and the stench is enormous um you move through this area of hallway and continue on as the path begins to widen a bit and and, and sort of curve and turn around and, and get all like little well, kind of crazy kitchen like just like you know moving to the left moving to the right down and up a bit <clears throat> and then you get to another juncture and nash this juncture this juncture looks familiar okay
0: what am I seeing
2: so you're seeing a four way juncture you can go left right and north the piping continues north uh, but you have this recollection you recognize this place classroom is to the left and to the right was a a favorite spot of yours what
0: is this what does that place look like on the right
2: It all just looks like cavern right now. There's nothing to see. There's just caverns, but the configuration just triggers a sense of deja vu for you. Like, oh, yeah, I remember this place.
0: Classroom. I think this is where they used to train us, but it's so dilapidated now. This was clean and shiny and fresh and wasn't like this before. That must mean they don't have, they don't do that anymore.
4: Can you lead us anywhere?
0: um, Well, that's a good question. Bo, do I see anything about this that would lead me to think there's a direction I should take? Or a, uh, I
2: don't know. It would seem that John or Stanley's uh, logic was, you know, the reasonable course. We're following the pipe because that's where it would go. Any detours would not be towards the objective, but would be fulfilled to fulfill something personally in you. So that's your choice, and the parties, if they, you know, whatever one wants to do.
0: Uh, I don't know. time is of the essence thing. I don't think anybody wants to do Nash's personal side trip.
1: We'd all stand behind you if you wanted to do your personal. Yeah. This yeah. is pretty if important you, stuff, man.
5: Nash, if you need something, do it. We need you invested in this fight. We can't have you thinking about what you're leaving behind. So if there's something you need to see, see it.
0: Well, let me just take a peek, <laughs> um, and I would go toward, I would go toward it and see if I can figure out what's going on.
2: All right. So, so Nash moves down to the left, to be to look at a place he hasn't been for some time. And as you move down the corridor ever so slowly, and you get a sense of dread filling up inside you, and as you move down this cavern, you see that the walls become a little smoother. And that actually, there's paneling now in this place. And you get to a room, and there's a doorway with sliding doors. And a little button panel on the side. All looking technological. Just exactly as how you remember it. And you walk towards the door and stop in front of the doorway. All you have to do is press the button to open the classroom.
0: Um, and this, this, all this electronics or any of this machinery, this is all. Can I tell that it's working? You know, yeah, like, it
2: looks, lit, it looks lit up. I mean, there's a bit of light on the button. There's wiring. You hear
0: computer sounds. All right, let's push it.
2: Let's do it. what's the worst that can happen. Right. You walk forward, push the button. the doors open. And you see a row of four by eight rows of chairs. And those chairs have are leaned back. They look like medical chairs. And there's straps to strap the person in the chair. And there's these machines coming out of the back that have these like needles and wires and little weird contraptions. And then you have also from the ceiling under atop each chair this like projector that comes down. It looks like it has these VR goggle style things. And there's this whole room. And sitting in the room, a little farther down by a desk, there's, a, there's a, a man, a silhouette of a man. He's got one hand sort of leaning on his head, and it's got like a glass in it. And his other hand is sort of low, like as he's sitting, he has one hand between his legs kind of thing, and he has another one, and it's got a glass of something. That it sips. So you came, Nash. Puts the glass down. Who are you? And then he takes a bottle. Puts the glass down. Puts the bottle down. What do you mean, who am I? Who are you? What is this place? You mean to say you don't remember your instructor?
0: no. No. You seem, I don't know, unfamiliar. Do
3: you remember uh, there was a time, Nash, where uh, you fell down in the hallway. You stubbed your toe and you cried.
2: And then I picked you up and I said... Real men don't cry, and I punched you in the stomach. you tell telling me you don't remember the lessons that I gave you, son. I remember that, but I don't remember your face. And he turns around to look at you, and you see there is no face. It's like a Phantom of the Opera-style mask, where the mask is partially covered here and down, and then there's burnt, disgusting flesh with no lips, where you can see part of the mouth and, like, scraggly half-beard. Just come on, Nash. You're breaking my heart.
0: What happened to you? You don't look like anyone I remember.
3: We never could fix that part of you, Nash.
2: And then between his legs, he sort of reveals that he has a gun, and he kind of taps his, head, his mask with the gun, and he drinks another thing. <sighs> you just couldn't help but live in a world of your own fiction, no matter how we tried to beat it out of you. <sighs> which would be fine we would have tossed you in the flesh pit and repurposed your flesh for something else but your daddy well your daddy doesn't like to be told no
0: well do you work for him now now I guess you did then too but
2: Nash we've always worked for the principal there's no one there is no one else In this world, doing anything of any meaning. At least this way you had a chance. At least sometimes you got to watch a nice movie or two from the Walmart. Now what do you say, Nash? For old time's sake, you want to hop in? Before this place burns to shit. Hop in. (sighs) Ugh. The rest of the group's out there, right? They're not in here with me? Yeah, you're just kind of in there alone. I think they stayed in the junction.
0: All right. Um, yeah. I'll hop in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> May as okay. well. Let's see where this takes us. Let's go. All right. So you hop into to one of them, and he gets up, and he says really nash all right he puts the cup down he puts the gun on the table it comes over and he says he starts singing one little
3: two little three little nash let's go to sleep for your brain does
2: crash he begins strapping you into the bed and he's singing the song one little, three, four little, five
3: little, six little Nash.
2: I know you like potatoes, so let's make a mash. <laughs> he's like, he's singing these really weird songs, as he's, and he, he's like jittery. And he's, he put, he puts your arm. You let him move you. He puts your arm. He straps an arm in, and he goes to strap another arm in. He goes to strap your legs in. He straps your belt in. And he straps your head in. He puts a belt around you so you won't move over your chest. And then he brings his headset down. And he's like, okay. And then these arms sort of come up, and then he puts them on your eyeballs and forces your eyeballs open, so now you can't blink. They're like they're open. And you can tell me to stop or you want to do something. Or try to. You're strapped in now, so you can't, but No, keep going. he he opens your eyelids and then he brings down I've got a new one for you Nash you'll like this and then he brings down the headset and straps it to your face and then a film begins playing the opening credits to Mad Max Fury Road oh sweet and you begin watching a film strapped into this device but every few seconds, it shocks you. <laughs> so, as you're watching it, you feel electric shocks like hit parts of your body. Does it, does it hurt? Is it uncomfortable? Uh, it doesn't feel good, no. And yes, you, for each shock, you begin taking damage. Oh, jeez. As you watch this movie. Uh, so, you start with five uh, electrical points of damage. So,
5: the rest of the party, you can hear this singing coming from the hallway that isn't Nash singing. All right, I think pretty quickly we'd go see what this was about. Okay, yeah, I can't. I can't imagine we would just let him be sung too. So one head, two head, three head pop open
2: in the doorway, and you all see Nash is like strapped into a chair in a room full of chairs, and this like man with this phantom of the opera mask is -hmm. singing him like this weird lullaby 12 little 13 little 14 little Nash what
0: was that you you hear that it's the start of Fury Road Oh okay.
5: Oh, Scott, we're gonna get. <laughs> He's already watching. it. He's <laughs> getting legal. Scott's, well, Scott's literally like, got the an movie. excuse to watch <laughs> Fury Road. He's going like, gonna like watch it. Well, this like an oh, RP. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I'm bringing. I'm bringing it. Making it real. Promise to help us. <laughs> That's where he smashes the two headed lizard and eats it.
5: I do it myself. I cannot touch. All right. Well, realistically. <laughs> I would assume Nash was in danger and had gotten himself in a pickle and uh, we would be so I'd start blasting. Oh Oh my gosh.
0: All right. Let's do it.
5: So yeah, I would come in and Eldritch Blast the hell out of that guy. Okay. Make your attack roll. (laughs) Okay. Beam number one is a 29 to hit. It's a hit. Beam number two is a 14 to hit. It's a hit. Beam number three is a natural twenty. That's a hit. Roll all your dice. Damn, dude. Okay. Uh the crit beam is seven points of force damage. The other two beams are a ten and a six. So that's what, a total of twenty-three points of force damage right sure out of thing. the gate. Yeah, so you
2: just turn around, you start blasting your elders blast. <laughs> and it annihilates him like it shocks him as it like he hits the wall like and then leans on it you know Darth Vader style she's like ah, and his flesh melts and and the 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 mask like embeds itself into his skin as he just ah. she says as he dies and he falls over
0: and am I aware yeah. of how things are going? No, no. You're okay. you're in
2: Mad Max world. You're watching a movie. You got headphones on. You're getting zapped. Like <laughs> the like
5: zzzz, Stanley zzzz. would just yell to Varel, "Get him out of that machine, whatever it is."
4: I um,
1: look, Varel, I'll get it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Varel's like this requires delicate hands. Yeah. So not for me. <laughs>
2: All right, what do you start with? Uh, you start by taking his headset off, or what, what's going on?
1: Uh, so what she do She uh, hope would look at the chair and see if she finds any cable plugins and start unplugging things first.
2: Yeah, certainly there are cable plugins that run tw- in the back of the chair and move down. So you're just going to do a pull. Let's do an athletics check. You're just going to rip them out fighter style.
1: Oh Yeah. 18. Let's see what kind
2: of a fight those cables put. Yeah, so you, yeah, I mean, you know, pretty good. You put your boot down and you pull the cables and you rip cable and some cable comes out of the ground and they just go and they split and tear and there's a a shock as electrical current runs through you. I need you to make a, a constitution saving throw, please. 14. Okay, uh, so you take half damage on the electrical cabling uh, doing damage to you. That is 10 lightning damage, so five for you. As the damage, you know, in the, the movie, uh, Scott and Nash uh, just fades to black. Oh, damn. so do the electrical shocks. And you can kind of hear now through your headphones. And you hear, like, uh, the sound of yelling and shock. Oh, I hear him go down, do I? Yeah.
0: Okay. I would snap to reality a little bit and start struggling against the straps and stuff.
2: Okay. I imagine the party will help you get out of them and they free you from it and remove your headset from your face.
5: One would hope. What did he do to you, Nash? What happened? I
0: don't know exactly. Um, He claimed to be one of my old teachers. He looks nothing like anyone I remember. Uh, Obviously something terrible has happened down here, but he strapped me in and started to make me watch my favorite movie and I got a little carried away. It's really good sound in those headphones. I didn't even know you guys came in, um, but it actually kind of hurt. So I'm glad you came when you came. Can you unstrap me and get me out of here? Or have they already done that?
5: It's all right. He didn't seem that strong. He overpowered you?
0: Um, I kind of came <laughs> willingly a little bit. <laughs> and I don't know if there was magic or if I was just being stupid.
5: Um. Well, I believe you said time is of the essence, not but a minute or so ago so if i'm to understand your decision correctly knowing that time was of the essence you decided to come in and let somebody tie you to a chair so you could watch a movie
0: (laughs) well when you describe it that way yes i guess that is what happened but I, i thought there was i thought there was maybe some value in it for us perhaps we would uncover an artifact or get a better answer to our direction but you know what direction we're going to or whatever but I got a little bit I got a little carried away
5: do the films here often end with an artifact being delivered to the people who watch them
0: <laughs> not necessarily but um, I don't know in a weird way I was taken back to a, a simpler time uh-huh. the strap and end part's not so great but the you know being able to, to escape into this this old film uh, it used to be a, a, a great thing to do. It was it was highly valued around here to have that escape. So I don't know. I got carried away, Stanley.
4: And we can use these films to escape, should we need?
0: Well, I don't know. I don't know if we need them or not. All I know is this isn't what I. This isn't how it was when I was here before. This is all twisted. I mean it was it was a terrible place in that we were you know brainwashed and told to think what we should think and you know kept kept away from the realities of the harsher world outside. This is all true, but it was it wasn't like this. Something something went bad. Everything in here's corrupt.
4: It's safe to say the original purpose of this place has long since festered, and the principal's motives have changed we have any need for your teacher
0: no other than well he's dead now so definitely not
4: <laughs> I'll, I'll grab him and kind of bring him into one of the lights nearby and see if there's anything remarkable about him
2: just looks like a stinky soft shell with a vest and a tucked in button shirt and some dungarees and some boots hasn't cleaned himself in a long time sort of heroin thin style like very thin sort of bodied um and yeah his mask has melted into his face and you know yeah he, he had the gun on his desk as well as a bottle of alcohol in the glass
0: did you say heroin thin
5: yeah
2: oh okay you
0: know yeah. what I mean Just Yeah, no no, no I, I
2: get it I couldn't I wasn't
5: sure if that was the word but I totally get it uh Nash I'm sorry if this wasn't somebody I was supposed to uh kill but I, I thought he had taken control of you and tied you you were tied to a chair
0: uh yeah, I mean, and he did sort of i mean it, me coming in here yeah, that was me, but strapping me in and and making me stay and forcing me to watch that was was him, although you don't have to force me much, I really like that movie <laughs> 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 It's really good, Stanley. You should watch it. In fact, you know, I'm going to grab I want to grab whatever VHS or DVD it is and take it with me.
2: Sure. Well, you have some recollection of how things work here and there is like a bay of VHS like VHS is like 15 VCRs uh, towards the back of the room that sort of pipe in and wire up to the ceiling as you look around the classroom where the desk is.
0: Okay. Um, I would find wherever that's wherever that's playing from, and sure take it.
2: Hey, you push the eject button, and you see all kinds of movies pop out. There's Star Wars, the uh, Star Wars films, Marvel films. And you find the one. It's it's not the actual label of the VHS. It's like a tape, you know? Yeah. So it's handwritten. It says Mad Max Fury Road. Sweet. I'll take that. And also, there's another movie on there, Steel Magnolias. <laughs> I don't want that one. It's fine. It's, it's all on the same cassette. Like it's, oh, it's, know, on same it's
0: on the same tape? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that is apocalyptic. Jesus.
4: <laughs> okay. Wait, these are VHS recordings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so these aren't like
0: these are bootleg. Then is what you're saying. They're... Did
4: he fast forward through commercials at least? <laughs> <laughs> Did Dad pause the VHS?
0: Yeah. Good question. I mean, these are probably yeah, just dad or bad dad. They're probably just bootlegged. Like when I knew the when I was in junior high, I knew the. If I told you guys this? I knew the 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 warden's son of the local prison and he used to get me like star wars and et and all that stuff for free
2: everyone taped movies for their friends in those days that's yeah. that's quite, yeah back then
4: those I movies were got into 80 anime bucks for the first time yeah
1: <laughs> like, like bootleg anime vhs that was dubbed yeah. that's, by all that's all you <laughs> had that's all you had yeah yeah like my friend's dad was a distributor <laughs> of early anime
0: yeah, that's crazy. The only thing made mine weird is that he was the warden's son, and I don't, you know, seemed like yeah, ironic. Yeah. To
2: yeah. Supposed to set an example, but you know, you hear all, all the time about <laughs> the chief's kid throwing the weirdest parties and getting, yeah. on, you know, that's yeah. a, almost a trope, a storytelling trope. Yeah, the, the law enforcement official struggling with their <laughs> with their child <laughs> being bad. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, there's really nothing much to be gained here it looks like there it's a classroom essentially but a weird one with uh, strap-in chairs and electrical torture devices and film headsets attached to vhs uh things and this man's fate was to be shocked by valir or nath towards the end of the solar mines question mark He, he he he's smoldering in varel's arms at this point
4: Hmm. is there any
6: hmm
4: I'm stuck in the old uh the player pickle here of not understanding modern technology as Varel. sure however for a little bit of table talk do is there like a projection could we like make a movie really loud and use that to call up ads as it were it, like, it
2: looks like the vHss are connected to the viewing torture devices I okay. think like um What's that movie? Sorry, a Clockwork Orange. Like oh, it's, yeah. It's somewhat, but no projector, but it's like headsets strapped in. It's essentially a classroom of Clockwork Orange rooms. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So
0: weird. Gives me legit freaks.
5: Hmm. Well, did you get your artifact that you need, Nash? Are we <laughs> clear to proceed?
2: Yeah, I got it. Do you one want day. to take a VCR, too, so you can play it? Or yeah, I'll a take I'll <laughs> you know, t- like a TV. T- it's t-
5: like a looter from the 90s. He's got a VHS tape <laughs> and a VCR <laughs> as he runs through the solar mic. Do
1: a classroom wheelie cart so that we don't have to carry
4: it all? Yeah, you could get a whole TV on one Yeah, there is, <laughs> there
2: is a classroom wheelie cart, and, you know, if you roll a history check, you might remember something useful at this juncture. No, let's do it. I'm down
0: with that. Yeah, roll your history check, boy. Hold on, I gotta close this Mad Max window. There we go. <laughs> He's watching Mad I'm not Max watching it, it's just up. Alright, what am I doing? A, a, a
5: history <laughs> history
0: check. check. Here we go.
4: And I'm just resting my eyes.
0: It's all good.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just up. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh,
2: 16 is my roll. Alright, you remember that there's an AV closet towards the back of the, the room.
5: <laughs> an AV <laughs>
0: closet? <laughs> Amazing. Oh my yeah. god.
2: And you immediately go over there <laughs> upon making the roll and open up, and you see carts and, and CRT TVs and more v, uh, v VHS tapes. Like there's a whole row of full of VHS VHS tapes and a ton of VCRs and cable. Like everything you need to bring your own viewing system back home with you. Now, you how accurate do we have to be to real one.
0: history? Because in actual history, there was never a VHS or DVD version of Mad Max Fury Road. So are we just assuming these are just videotaped off of whatever was big before the fall of man?
2: When you, would, when you were a student and you used to ask questions, you remember this instructor used to tell you, shut up, and he'd shock you. So you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was the
0: problem is I was always asking questions. All right. I'll take the tape and
2: the smallest VCR I can take. It won't take. All right, well, the smallest VCR isn't that small. Does anyone have a bag of holding? Maybe it'd make it easier to transport. This Stanley
5: it does, did. Right?
2: It's gone. Oh, oh, that's right. Destroyed
0: by, by a big old, old space, space laser.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had one of those growing up. Um... Maybe you could leave it here for on your way out. How about that?
0: You know what? I would do that, and I would also be cool with just the idea of ha- that I have the tape. It's like finding an old NES cartridge that I, that's hard to find. If I never play it, it's fine. I have the cartridge.
2: It be, could be a future adventure. We could search for a VCR. For your thing. Which is hilarious because <laughs> I, I thought it was at yeah.
0: reach. I was about to show you on camera. It would have been perfect, but a, a fan sent me a um, NES version of Mad Max, so I could have held that oh, up, wow. and it would have been the perfect, like, comparison but i don't have it somewhere. In the
4: man i kind of love the idea though like can't because this place is going to run on old technology we might even be able to use these in some way in the final fight if anything in the room runs on tape or replace the principal's drive with a copy of who framed Roger Rabbit?
0: Yeah. <laughs> plus, these are all gonna freaks. Uh, my guess is no one's trained in this stuff anymore, so they this would all seem like magic. To I everybody. just
5: want to go a hundred years into the future when we're. Uh, done with uh, this story and the lizards have settled here what this technology leads the lizard folk <laughs> to in the future let's like, <laughs> assume it'll be, all be furniture <laughs> they, they just become the most advanced society because they have this window into, into old television shows yeah.
4: you must go to the cave and watch Jumanji <laughs> <laughs> yeah
6: exactly yeah. <laughs> that's
4: funny
0: Temple of Doom was a prequel be a lot of good mystery there.
2: Yeah, that's all I'll do, though. I'll just take that. I don't want to... Over- all right, you pocket the tape and think wistfully about the potential squandered here. And, and does everyone return back to the hallway? Are we done in here?
5: Yeah, I killed something. I feel pretty good about it.
2: Okay. Well, I believe it's very murderous <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, so you move... Now, there is the direction back to the T-junction, but the cavern that nash moved down does move down further and the passages become more like are cleaner like you notice like there's actual paneling on the walls and on on, and and on the sides and like it's white sort of hospital-like look to things and one could journey further down this direction but there's no hot metal pipe running down this path
6: Hmm.
4: Nash. Yeah. If you're to face your father must you be complete in this place.
0: The problem is I don't exactly know if we're even in the right place right now.
4: This man seemed to remember you. Enough to put you in a chair and subject you to movies? I'm a little bugged Uh, that I
0: barely recognized him.
4: I still don't.
5: I think Nash more put himself in that chair. You know this place better than us, Nash. Do we follow the pipe or is there another place we need to go?
0: I mean, I'm going to say let's follow the pipe, but only because I don't know what else to do. So just know that. I'm not confident in the pipe. (laughs) i don't want to lead anybody astray but i think the pipe is probably our best option but i don't know i'm just saying don't you know don't assume i know i'm 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 the the only one with an answer here because i don't know for sure let's follow the pipe he says very warily i I really don't know if the pipe's the way to go
2: (laughs) Well, I, just to understand the decision, one direction is the pipe and the other direction is further down memory lane, so to speak. Yeah.
0: I mean, if I go down memory lane, I'll say this. If we go down this way, this this represents a lot of uh, old memories and potentially things that will draw my attention and slow us down. So if you'll come along with me, then we can go that way and see what else is here but if you want fastest, simplest way forward, probably we got to follow the pipe. If I had to guess, I don't know 100%. Because <laughs> he literally doesn't. He doesn't know.
1: Nash, you probably only have one chance to find all this stuff out. We'll follow you.
4: All right. Unlock your memories, Nash. If, you,
0: if you're willing to come with me as I eye my VHS tape one more time We've and then stuff it to in to my stick coat. We've
1: managed together for this long. I think we can... Make it Plus, down. This if hallway.
4: we do your yeah, if we do your companion side mission, you get a bonus for the final battle. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's just a better a
5: ending. Loyalty mission. You gotta you otherwise you're gonna die, die in the suicide route. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go the memory road then.
2: All right. As it so were. After conferring with the party, you move uh, you move further down this hallway and it turns to the left. You follow it and you see that there's another row, and this is paneled. almost looks like an institution now. There's wallpaper and everything, and there's rows of doors uh, every 10 feet on either side the left or right, and the cave moves farther down towards a larger chamber in the back. And you see little numbers on either side of the doorways, as you can, you can kind of tell like just from there. All right, you see... Uh, Sorry, I need a minute here. You see N4SA on the left side. On the right side, you see N4SB. You see N4SC, N4SD, N4SE, N4SF, etc., etc. Numbering the doors on the side.
0: N4SE... But I know what those mean.
2: Well, so as you continue walking down this hallway, you peer in there's little like um, square hole where the doors are. and with uh, sort of graded metal, you can peer in and you, when you peer in, you actually um, see just empty room with a, it's a bucket for defecating, <laughs> a little bed in the corner. And as you move S4, N4SE, N4SG, and you get, Nash, you get to N4SH, N4-SH. And
0: that's familiar to me.
2: And all of a sudden, you're struck. (laughs) Oh, i would
0: be like, this is my bedroom, right? This is my dorm.
2: Yeah, you're like, oh shit, it's your old room. I would go, oh shit, it's
0: my old room, I'd say. Let's see if my penis is still under the bed and I'd go in there and look. First right, thing I'd as, do, as, pick the bed up and yeah,
2: look as you go open to look, you, you see that the door's like locked and it's like key key locked. You try to open it up and it won't let you in. Oh shit. And you peer in and you see you see your bed. You're not sure if it's how you left it. There's mildew and Ross all over the top of it and you see your shit and bucket. Okay. but I can't get in. You remember maybe being locked in here because it was kept you safe. But you remember there was a warden here. The sun would sometimes sneak you out of your room to go watch more movies in the classroom. But um, there was a way to unlock it. It's gotta be a key somewhere.
0: What if I brute forced it with something?
2: Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what if? <laughs> do you want to do that? <laughs> um, I kind of would. I do. Um, you can tell Varel to do it as well. If, you what know, if? Well, that's what I was
0: thinking. So I would say, Varel, do you want to try to tear this door open? It was always locked when I was younger. It's locked again. You might be strong enough. I'd be. I mean, you are 100% point. strong enough, and you can add this to the list of your accomplishments once you've done it
4: open her All doors. Right. I'll, I'll head over, <laughs> give the door handle a jiggle, and then give it a solid shouldering. Alright, uh, athletics, please. 17.
2: That's pretty good. Okay, you slam once, slam twice, slam thrice, and you're able to loosen it. Let me... You're able to loosen it and dent it up and mash it up. But not able to open it. It's a solidly built door. But it's definitely dented. It's just going to need something a little more.
4: Hmm. This door rejects me.
2: <laughs> hmm.
0: When you say more, what if you just did it again? You know? I'd be okay. Try Maybe it again. A little help. I would say. Oh, you know what I do? No, that's dexterity. Never mind. I have a spell that would help him if it was dex. Um,
4: Is anyone trained in athletics?
5: Uh, No, definitely not me. Um, no. Half proficiency. I have, I have half proficiency as well, and I'm not a good modifier.
0: I have really good persuasion, but I don't think we can talk the doorknob into anything. That's my guess. What if we? Hey, hey, Bo. What if the table talk time? What if? What if Nash pulled out a, a, a freezing spell of some sort and froze the doorknob, but it make it brittle enough that he could bust it or something.
2: I'm willing to entertain this line of thinking. What okay. do you have in mind? I
0: was going to just try a little ray of frost, frigid beam of blue white light streaks toward the object within range. Oh, it okay. says creature. Can I not do it?
2: Yeah, if it's. If it specifies your target, then yeah. you can't target an object necessarily with it. I mean, you can, I guess, in a way. You can freeze it, but um, let me let me read the spell here. Let's see what. It just seems like you could shoot it at whatever. I don't know why you couldn't. It's like oh, yeah, sorry, just, I can't shoot it at an object. Like, yeah, it's what? still freezing. Kind of magic is this? It's still freezing, right? Like it's like that sounds like dumb magic. <laughs> <This is laughs> magic, like sorry well like it's like it's like it's like video game logic not magic logic yeah uh blue white light streaks towards creature within range make a spell attack yeah because you can make a spell attack against an object you can hit an object with this okay. for sure and yeah.
0: well, then i would fire that off uh let me do that uh does it have a do i need to roll for hit
2: uh yes it's the ranged attack roll okay Here we go. Yeah, because fire bolt you can fire at an object; it specifies, but somehow a ray of frost you can't. That's weird. It's a natural one, so there's that. Oh shit! All right, so you go to fire off your ray of Gosh, frost, you actually blast it too early into your own face. Roll damage against yourself. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was like, uh, oh, uh, t- oh shit! <laughs> damn it! And you now have like icicle face. Like this is like, <laughs>
0: oh, I rolled it wrong sorry yeah, that would have been won't. a 10 because I have a plus nine I just I rolled it as an individual d20 I forgot to roll the the plus nine I get with it so it's yeah but
2: it's a natural one right
0: well yeah that's true doesn't matter yeah, if the so <laughs> take, <but. laughs> it doesn't
2: matter natural one is a critical fail no, so no good okay.
0: point all right so cold you damage got, you got ice face 20 oh, shit 20 points of cold damage
2: oh shit yep enjoy oh my God
0: It's wow. right in the beach he
2: shoots himself in the face and Nash now has a frozen
5: head Nash, Shit. I have you start, to ask you start, point, <laughs> you start suffocating. Are you trying to avoid fighting the principal?
6: <laughs> yeah,
3: he can't
5: talk. His face is encompassed. In, um, I will grab
4: his head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I will use my treat. <laughs> that I never get to use. <laughs> since burning Please. down the village that one time. Um, Been there. Oh my god. Yeah, where is this?
2: I like how Jerry Tolbert in the chat room was like, also, don't roll a one. And he I did. A one.
4: Freaking, uh,
2: he knew He knew what was coming. <laughs> That's why he's the doctor.
4: I can light unattended objects on fire. I'm trying to find this, but it's a very small feature of my overall class.
2: It's a barbarian uh, subclass deal for you?
4: Yeah, it's my storm aura yeah, going to the effect. builder here it's when you enter your rage you
3: activate on your boss choose
4: here we go uh, so level 6 storm soul more so oh. over as an action you can touch a flammable object that isn't being worn or carried by anyone else and set it on fire so <laughs> right, with that theming in mind, could I grab both sides of his face and warm him up? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: you totally, you totally can grab his head and then immediately start melting the ice off of his head. Fantastic. Yeah, please, so please do, you, please do. You clear off his head, and now you're completely wet. Like everything's, uh, you know, wet. On, like on your clothing, clothing's all wet. But you can breathe again, which is nice.
4: I'll do a head to toe little dog shake. Mm -hmm. get that off me and uh did i make any progress in like peeling back the door could i get it yeah
2: the door's like bent and and dented and and mauled up pretty bad like you did a good number on it it's just the lock didn't unlatch
4: okay i'll i'll swing my chrome's bane at the lock if there's a hole enough to kind of slam it through where the lock would be
2: okay make your attack roll please
4: all right 21
2: I roll your damage please
4: Do this two-handed style. Seven, 14 points of damage.
2: All right, so you, you rail at the lock and smash it with all your strength. And with the combined damage of mauling the door and that, you manage to twist the door so that it's like, it's still locked, but it's like, you can crawl under or over the doorway as it's sort of twisted into place. It just looks like a mess. Perfect. Uh, and you've, like, managed to take hinges, rip the hinges off, essentially. So, yeah. Uh, Nash, you do have access to your room. You can either crawl or float in. I float in. All right. <laughs> you float into <laughs> give your give room? you
5: can float, float.
2: Yeah, give me the choice, I'm floating. You see a musty old bed. The mattress and single blanket on there are brown, like, deep brown with dirt collected over decades. Um it's also really smelly in here. That poo bucket was not emptied. There isn't much in it, but there's a little defecate in there that you can see. Defecate.
0: Gross. Is it mine? It's been decades. You don't remember. <laughs> you know. It just seems there's any value in it. Um, Probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs> either
5: way, no. I'm
0: feeling nostalgic, man.
5: Got there's nostalgia no for my either home.
0: Way.
4: Um, all right. One thing to keep your baby teeth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do actually have a couple of baby teeth of mine.
2: <laughs> okay. I'm
0: don't overleaved. keep a
4: poop in the corner. Yeah.
2: I don't have any poop, though.
0: Um, all right.
4: I'm gonna,
2: gonna my mom gave me my diaper from when I was one years old. <laughs> I'm going to lift up the bed and
0: see, just see, just see what's under there.
2: Gotta know. Okay you bend over you grab both sides of the bed you, you flip over quick or do you do a gentle gentle lift just
0: lift yeah nothing
2: crazy gently lift up and look and you see it's time for the break
5: <laughs> both oh, the man. people are here for and he's gonna make them wait
2: that's right yeah y'all are I should gonna have to at, wait. I should work at nbc i'm so good at these little bad breaks pretty good we're recording
0: now so that means part two kicks off now hey bo take it away
2: all right. Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines you are in your old room from decades ago memories flooding back in confusing ones but one memory lingers the fate of your penis <laughs> and as you lift up the bed to look underneath you see a large, inch-thick <laughs> level of dust covering oh. the ground, and in a corner, a phallic and round-shaped lump underneath the, the greasy, pussy dirt under the bed.
0: Greasy, pussy dirt? Yeah.
2: Yeah, just... Okay. You know, hair and skin cells and whatever else is comprised of decades-old thick layer, but... It bears a distinct shape of your member. (laughs) Um.
0: I would take my staff out and kind of poke at it and see if I can.
2: You take your staff out, poke at it a little bit, and as it is probably easily loose from the layer of dirt, you see, um uh it opens up some area as you move it around and it's definitely definitely an old rotten dong it's dried and desiccated okay i would it's not as big as you remember it probably because it's rotted <laughs> and, and shriveled up yeah yeah right yeah. Oh, yeah
0: it's had time to to yeah it's no longer i'm surprised it's together at all so that's great um, I would keep it on the end of the staff, and I would kind of swing it around and just show it to just show it to Stanley. Just look at Stanley and show it to him. Not even make a face. Just like check it out.
5: You know, I could probably press the digitate that into nothing. I would recommend it. If you want to do anything with it, just keep it away from me.
0: All right, I'd reach out and grab it and tuck it tuck it into my pocket. Uh, I'm going to hang on to that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, you tuck away your old penis into your pocket.
0: You never know, might need it.
2: It's a holy relic.
0: Anything else in the room that I see?
2: No, there's nothing in here. All right. It's a bear, and you have a memory of this place being. There's a reason you left. You know, you were imprisoned in here, essentially. Uh, But you're too young to sort of realize that you had fun watching the movies and you trusted the people around, but eventually you grew to hate this place and must have left. Okay.
0: I'll say... From your recollection. I'll say there's nothing left here to see and I'll just start moving away from it out into the hall. Uh,
2: You float out the door and uh, bring your new item with you, your new old item with you, (laughs) and the rest of the party sees you and yeah. You can continue down the hallway. The hallway goes for some time uh, and then has a natural end, or you can return back to the T junction at this juncture.
0: Um. T-junction goes left right and I do I know what I do do I have any yeah s- you,
2: you went down the, the left side to your classroom into oh, your old it. room but there's you know it's a full complex down here there's a lot more places to go you know as your memory start sort of coming in it's not quite how you remember it but you remember this is a fairly large underground complex there's a gymnasium and there was a place you used to go hide a closet you used to go hide in um, you remember that that's somewhere down the other direction
0: but basically, there we, we have the T-junction in that we came in one way, we've gone one way, and now we have the third uh, way to go, right? Yeah, there and was a
2: way right, and then there was a way following the, the hot metal pipe.
0: Hmm. And I don't see anything else here that uh, that springs to mind any memories or anything that would help us or
2: anything like that just you remember there was a closet you used to hide in and there was a place they used to take you to well they put you to sleep so you don't really know what they did to you in that room oh I'd seek that room out
0: I would look for that
4: do it
2: yeah um, All right. so further in I guess All right, so you keep moving down the hallway further in, passing more rooms that are similarly locked and marked, N4S, Y, N4, NS, sorry, N4S, X, N4S, W, things like that. And as you sort of move towards the end of the hall, the cave, this hallway sort of turns back into somewhat of a cave, and then it leads to a large room, uh, circular and this it's, it's, it's higher up, the ceiling, and as you sort of walk into this room, it's dirt ground. There's a gray slab in the middle looking like an altar where you could lay somebody on top of it. And then there's a second floor of caves as a sort of balcony above to observe what's going down in the center of the room. And you have a distinct memory of being brought to this room and told to lie on the slab. And next to the slab, there's a table, another stone table with... Various implements like tweezers, drill, a hand drill, a saw, a clamp, various clamps. Okay,
0: I would say this, this. I think this is where they did the the hard stuff to me. Gave me that metal heart. It's familiar. Um, I would make my way further into the room and just I don't know look around the tables. Uh, the stone they're made of stone you say
2: yeah you, there's a stone t- slab in the slab. center I yeah,
0: would just there's kind of, all sorts
2: of cuts upon the rock and markings
0: I would kind of just look at all of that touch some of it see if I anything and comes you touch to
2: me. it as a thick layer of dust as it's not seen use in some time but as you wipe off some of the dust you see that the slab itself is stained brown with past blood from long ago, almost like a suntan for a rock made of blood. Okay.
0: Any other, um, I don't know, shelving desks? Uh, anything around that would ha- have anything in it? The room is fairly bare
3: here.
6: Hmm.
0: All right, for for just a second, I would lay on the slab and look up into the ceiling, or into the oh. the
2: opening. Yeah, you look up into the ceiling, and actually, you notice as you look up, uh, carved in the ceiling is the face of a dragon. Sort of, there's like this sort of hole <clears throat> where in the ceiling, so you can't really see it directly. But like when you stand underneath it and look up, you see the face of a dragon staring down at whoever might be lying facing up in the slab, and it's got this angry look on its face.
4: Um
0: Okay And that's all I see from that vantage point Yeah Okay As you
2: walk, yeah, yeah. And I, being in this room triggers memories uh, Of lying and staring up at that face That's a face you remember Okay It's imprinted since a young child You don't have a lot of context around it But you remember screaming and staring up at it
0: Okay Nash Maggard will remember this and he will now roll off the, or he'll not roll off. He'll get up and get off
2: of the slab. <laughs> oh, you were on the slab. Okay. I thought yeah. you just looked up. No, I was laying
0: one. there. Yeah. Yeah. All just right. to get, you know, into the mode of what is it like to lay here? Would it bring back any memories or whatever? Yeah. So I'd get up and I guess we'd move on. Cause if I don't see anything else, there's not much
2: reason to hang around. Ooh. Okay. You return to the party, tell them there isn't much here but old memories, yeah. long long and dead, yeah. and it's time to make your way back. You make your way back to the T-junction as a group, and so there's two directions you have not been in, one following the metal pipe and one to the right that's a cave. Um, nothing distinct about that passage to the right.
5: All right. I think we keep following the pipe.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, so you, you continue walking uh, down this passage following the pipe, and the pipe actually, at a certain point, a large glowing light sort of appears in the cave, and you see that the, the metal that was, like, kind of rotten and old and, and looking makeshift turns actually into a smooth metal pipe that's more white and gray. And then at a certain point, it's actually, there's glass pipe. You can see the contents of what's in the pipe. And you see glowing, causing the room to glow, l- loud, yellow, red, lava beam, just <sighs> moving through the pipe, causing the, the cavern to glow. Uh, it's very hot now, and everyone's sweating profusely if such things affect them. As you move down the hallway, looking at this glass pipe of lava above your heads, like almost looking dangerous and scary. Like, gloom, 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 gloom. And the room is going to lead into a larger room very soon. And uh, Stanley, based on your perception, you notice movement ahead very briefly. You have a sense, uh, based on your passive perception. That there are beings in the
5: upcoming room. I would whisper that to Varel. All
4: right, are we still stealthing from earlier? Uh, that rule would no longer apply. All right, let's get some stealths on then. As stealth. I will go on all fours and start the stealthy swagger that I
5: do. A twenty-six for Stanley. Shit. Twenty-three. Six. Seventeen. You got a six.
0: <laughs> I cannot roll at all today.
5: Floating Nash continues to be the loudest one of all. Of us. <laughs> yeah, there's a little dunk on his head as it hits the lava pipe. Pink. Because in order to channel his float, he has to go. <laughs> <As> he <knows. laughs> He's trying to
2: muffle it. He's got his hand behind his behind himself, trying to quiet it down. But yeah, occasionally his hand slips in it. all right uh you 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 tempt stealthily to make your way down the hall you're not too convinced with self-awareness some uh, that everyone's being as quiet as they could be and possibly it'll be known that you'll you're coming down the cave but as you proceed carefully you see the body of a koromokishi standing one of the koromokishi facing the entrance where you're going to be
0: exiting out of a body standing there like, like a dead body? like a
2: standing body no no sorry a standing oh, okay. i don't know why body was a weird word to <laughs> use <laughs> um you see a standing koromo facing the doorway um so there'd be no way to sneak into the room without him seeing unless you had invisibility hmm He did, he's unaware of us seems so okay But maybe he is aware your stealth rolls were quite low and just not letting on. You can't tell. He's standing there stoically staring with very minimal movement.
0: And he's staring out into where we would exit.
2: Exactly. But you may be far enough in the cave that you have a chance to make some decisions before being seen, potentially, if you haven't been seen or heard already.
5: I think this fight's going to happen one way or another. We might as well just... Go full lemon tree as far as I'm concerned. We could start up the ruse
4: right now, have Nash go ahead with a, dad, where's my dad? <laughs> it's not a bad idea. All right. Then we follow behind with our
5: I'm useful stealth. I'm in for any plan that puts only Nash in danger. <laughs>
0: That way I could be kind of out in front have whoever this is attention and you could sneak behind without being noticed.
4: Yeah, so we'll prepare action to attack the Kuromukishi should it try to attack Nash but otherwise we'll send him ahead to Yeah. All
2: Alright, so Nash you float down the uh, float down the room give me a second here So you float down the corridor to speak to the uh, Koromokishi. So you enter into this room. It is kind of a large chamber. Um, It seems to branch off in several different directions, but the main direction would be behind the Koromokishi in the center of the room. Uh, The Koromokishi doesn't seem to move. He seems to just see you and, and know you and expect you to be there, actually as you and as you move in you catch on your left and right hand side the two other Koromokishi and they're all standing there with their uh, arms at, the, at their sides without weapons in hand and the lead Koromokishi um, looks at you do you want to tr- attempt to speak first
4: um,
0: so their attention is now away from the door uh, over to me
2: yeah, well, you came out of the door, so both on you and the door.
0: And the door. All right. And what's behind them?
2: Uh, behind them, there's uh, the room branches off into seven or eight different directions, but then the one direction where the lava pipe is leading is directly north, behind, standing behind the center. Okay, I'm
0: going to try something to help ensure the smooth transition here. I'm going to cast a minor illusion behind them, that is just mm-hmm. a whisper that sounds like um, their their master. Um, well, who would they know? Is, I mean, would
2: they know the voice of um, the principal or no? Um, I mean, don't know that I can say what they know and don't know. But okay. your understanding is the principal would be the leader. So you can could-
0: I'm going to cast the silver, a whisper-ish voice behind them, sounding like where the principal says, "What does he say? Listen to this man. He uh, will not harm you. He, I know, I know, he's, I know of his coming. Something to this effect. Listen to this man. I know he is coming." Don't harm him or something like that.
6: Don't harm him or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: with the goal of convincing them to... Oh, okay. Well, we'll es- help escort this
2: this yeah, person. So, right anything there. else to... to oh, I'd, I'd
0: have them say, if you bring him to me safely, uh, you will be greatly rewarded. That's it. If you bring him to me safely, you will be greatly rewarded. Yeah. And then I, and then Nash would say, oh, I guess you heard him. Let's, <laughs> let's go. Okay.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay. So make a um, deception roll, please.
0: Okay. Well... Okay, Scott, come on, buddy. That was almost a natural one again.
2: Uh, A 19 total. Okay. The Koromokishi hear the voice, and they look towards each other. And the lead Koromokishi looks to you and says, Nash, we have been expecting you. Your father... Is waiting in the antechamber beyond. And the Kuromokishi on the left and right bow. And the Kuromokishi steps aside to let you through and also bow, bows and holds the bow at about 45 degrees.
0: In my direction.
2: Yeah. So those two chuckleheads aren't moving. They're not coming with us. Nobody's coming with you. Well, I mean, you, you don't know. They're just right now standing and bowing to you.
0: No oh, shit the goal is to not have a fight down the hallway but alright well I will, I'll will go with them or I'll go that direction and assume that the team knows what to do back there
2: <laughs> well the team can see you and they can hear what's going on and they see you Nash continue to walk down past the Korowakishi down the hallway what does the rest of the party do?
4: And the chromakishi stayed?
2: They stayed in in bowing position.
4: Toward me, though, right?
2: Well, towards you, yes, but as you move out of the toward you, they just stay locked in that position for the time being.
4: Well, that suggests that they aren't expected, so we should dispose of them. I mean, they're making
2: no aggressive gestures at this time.
4: Um, slightly unheroic. I, I guess it would be non-lethal would be the right way to do it. In my mind. But if they are bowing and such, we might get bonuses and stuff like that. So yeah, I'd, I'd pull forth Chrome's Bane and start sneaking up.
2: There can be no sneaking without invisibility through the, they they're, they're facing that doorway.
4: Oh, uh, but aren't they all bowed down? Well, they're
2: bowed like this, right?
4: Oh, okay, they're not like so cool.
2: like yeah, I mean, okay, I'll allow a stealth roll. Uh, I will allow a stealth attempt because maybe you can they're not firmly looking at the the doorway necessarily, so their their eyes are cast down, but it would be a difficult DC that you could okay. make it through escaping their attention completely.
4: They'll give it a shot. As long as I have companions approaching with me.
2: I won't close the door on it without a roll, but it will be a difficult check.
1: Hope it's disadvantage with with stealth, so she'll kind of hang back a little.
4: Okay. Okay. I'll advance then.
2: John, you advancing? Or Stanley, excuse me.
5: Uh yeah, I'll advance a little bit. I mean Make my stealth stealth blast has a hundred and twenty foot range, so I don't have to be right on him, but I'll, I'll I guess I'm asking is if you're gonna join Varel in the advance. Yeah, movement. why not? My stealth okay. will probably be good. It's a twenty-five. It's fine.
4: I got oh. a twenty-four.
5: Look at us, sneaky pals. Okay.
2: You're gonna get the opening blow without being seen. You'll move uh, quietly and fastly enough that you'll be able to you, you can't open with a hit.
4: Alright, I will two-hand my sword and swing it down recklessly. Okay. You're going for a head chop?
0: Because they're bent over like that? You're doing like a decapo deal? That's I mean, yeah. up to you. Yeah. <laughs>
6: Your
4: enemy presents <laughs> its
5: head. Yeah. Chop it off. These guys have that never was been. in Sun Tzu, I believe.
4: We're <laughs> in the lion's den. Let's do it. <laughs> I was in the uh, I ching or
5: whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was uh, in a book, I'm sure. Uh first attack
4: is a 17. Uh, sorry, after uh, the attack. Is it, the, attack is,
2: the attack is with the, oh, you rolled 31? Yes. Okay. Keep in mind these attacks are with advantage. They're unarmed and, and not fighting back, so you do get advantage on the hit I forgot to mention. Um. So 31 is, and how much damage?
4: 17 for the first hit.
2: Okay. And hit number two. All right. Is Basically, a- depending on what happens, we'll start the combat round, but you would have gotten the surprise rolls, so we're just calculating that now.
4: 24.
2: Yep. Yeah, okay, you're hit. i to
3: get my 16. Okay, 16.
2: Right, so, so far we're at 33 points of damage. Okay, perfect. So you come running out and you hack at the head. The armor and the tough musculature of the orc uh, doesn't cut through, uh, mostly just bruises on the first hit. On the second hit, you actually break into skin a little bit as you go whack, whack. Um, Stanley, you were also going to make an attack.
5: Yeah. That's part of this. Blast him. The first blast is an 18 to hit. Yep. The second blast is a 30 to hit. The third... Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the third blast, I said I went first and third. The, th- the real third blast is a 28 to hit. I think those are all hits.
2: Yeah, those are all hits, for
5: sure. Where am I hiding my rolls? So that's 9, 18... Uh, that's 23 points of force damage. Okay. Across perfect. the three beams.
2: So 33 plus 23, or a total of 56 points of damage. Okay. Um, so now everyone's going to roll initiative.
0: Now I'm going to do that too, because I didn't just leave. I'm going to turn around and join.
2: Yeah. You're going to clearly, yeah. They were not going to attack you walking past, but for right. <laughs> Alan Stanley, just came out. It like was me. all part of the ruse. It's ah!
5: yeah.
0: <laughs> a good little ruse we got going. 12 on initiative for me.
5: Okay. It's a nine for Stanley. Clearly, he thought this fight wasn't going to happen. <laughs> well, you've got the, you got, the, you, got the, you got the surprise round, so you got. You're not going to get a
2: turn in this first round because you both would have already had your turns for the surprise round. Twelve for you, Nash. Yeah. And uh, Varel, twenty. Twenty for you. Okay, we just need hopes. Now Kristen is busy. I can always resolve some of the Karowakishi turns first. Um. So let's see here. So basically, you swap. You swap twice. Uh, you you hit twice, and you hit with the the Eldritch Blast, uh, Stanley, and he immediately unsheathes both katana and wazikashi and makes attempts with both blades, uh Varel, to swing at you like in your gut with both blades. All right, four plus. Sorry, hang on a second here. Oh, these are units? Yeah, okay. 14 is a miss, but the other one would be 24. Um, all right, so a 12 slashing damage to you uh, with one of the blades hits your scales, ding, and the, the other was Akashi cuts whoosh, into your stomach, leaving a slashing wound on there for, what did I say, f- 14, right, slashing? Um, hope, I need your initiative roll, please.
4: So twelve and fourteen? Uh, just fourteen. Okay. The the
2: first attack missed. One blade hit scaled and do anything. The second blade sliced your, your belly. Um, Fifteen okay. for initiative. Okay, perfect. And nothing's lost here. Okay. Um, Stanley, uh, one of the uh, the the Kuromokish to the right runs to you. Uh, gets from from it. Whips out a busted a sword. Sorry, what do you have? He has nunchuck. Sorry, nunchuck on a blunderbuss. And he does a jump kick at your face. He has disadvantage, remember? Uh, Because of your breakfast?
5: Uh, From the (laughs) mask.
2: Oh, right. Because you can foresee things. Gotcha. Yep. Um, So, yeah, he goes to jump kick and you sidestep. And he he flies, missing you with both swings of his weapons. Uh, not hitting you um, as he f- flips by. Well, is a 17 a hit? No.
5: My yeah, AC is by. 19.
2: Okay. So, uh, he jump kicks past you and you dodge. Um, there's another... Uh, the, the third Koromokishi also whoops out two sides. And then he runs uh, towards Varel in the back and attempts to um, knock you prone, actually, by using the butt of the Sai to hit you in a pressure point in your legs. Okay, an eighteen, and a nineteen. Versus those versus AC, please. Those are misses. Those are misses. But you, so you take two butts to the leg. But they don't knock you down. Hope it's your turn. Uh, so uh, yeah, there's a, a scuffle now happening ahead of you in the room.
1: Okay, cool. Uh, Hope's gonna run up. Would she be able to reach the one that Varel injured? Yep. yep. Okay. Cool, so she's going to run up and start attacking that one, and as she's running, she'll whoop up and throw Diplomacy and say parlay mm-hmm. and have that one attack the one with the size.
2: Okay, so which attack are you doing first?
1: So we'll do the three attacks on the one hitting, the one that's been injured by Varel first.
2: Okay, with uh, your uh, machete?
1: Yeah, my plus two rapier, so uh, oh, 21 okay. for the first one. All right, it's a hit. Should I do damage with each of these? So if he goes down, I can yeah. switch the attacks?
2: Okay. You should just do a damage roll right now. He's, he was hit for 56 points of damage on the, on the opening hit.
1: Cool, 15 damage.
2: All right, describe your killing blow on this guy.
1: Nice. Um, so Hope's running in, Diplomacy's out and floating toward the side guy, and she's going to uh, run up behind Varel and then side stab the Kuromukishi with a rapier pull okay. it out and then turn to the Sai one
2: perfect alright and make your further attack rolls he slumps to the ground
1: a natural one for this next
2: Oh shit sorry Varel you stab Varel in the foot roll your damage dice
1: <laughs> 16 damage
2: oh my gosh <laughs> right in the wow. towel Oopsies!
1: All right, next That's, one's a fourteen on the Sai one.
2: Yeah, so you attempt to the so the Sai one, he's up and at him. He hasn't he wasn't didn't get hit with the opening round. He just like he knocks your hand away. That's what causes it to stab. Like he takes the Sai, bumps it, and it hits. Uh, you know, so you didn't do it on purpose. we were, you know we wouldn't have hit it if not for his interception. He just kind of gives a little bump, boosh, hits it, and then you go to. um Stab him, and he uses his sai to catch your blade and lift it up and swing it away and knock it out, knock it out of the way. Um, okay, that brings us to uh, uh, you, Nash. Oh, diplomacy, sorry. real fast. Oh, diplomacy hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The floating. There's a second rapier floats past Forel's head. Whoo, yeah. Varel, another rapier floats past your head whoosh, and stabs itself into the sai guy.
1: Yep, eleven points of damage.
2: All right, perfect. We'll make a note of eleven. All right. Perfect. uh That brings us to you, Nash. Okay.
0: Firebolt to the, the <laughs> to the dude standing. Yeah,
2: <laughs> to the dude standing? Yeah, the guy. Like that? How many. Are, are, there's are, five dudes standing in that battle right
0: now. Oh, sorry.
2: I wanted to. Well, there's only three of them total. One's dead, right? One's, One's dead. Yeah, there's right. two Koromokishi. There's a good one with size and one with a nunchuck and a blunderbuss. Well, the
0: guy with the blunderbuss, I will aim at him because we don't like okay. ranged people. So here's my. uh uh, attack roll 15. Uh, it's a hit. All
2: oh, right. it's not a hit. Sorry, 15.
0: Yeah, then
2: it goes mm. he flies past him. Boo! All
0: right, I'll uh, pff, there's nothing else I can do, that'll be my
2: turn. All right, faster we get through the turns, faster we get to the next thing. So, Varel, uh, we'll start of round two. You guys had your already attacks as the first attacks of the round. You are now first up in round two.
4: All right. I attack recklessly with Chrome's Bane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a baby wanders into the room. I'm <laughs> <laughs> very excited to see this This is no place for a child. 25.
2: Uh, It's a hit.
4: 10 points of slashing damage.
2: Alright, you got it to Psyguy, right? Yes, yes. Perfect.
4: And the second attack is a 27. It's also a hit. 15 points of slashing damage.
2: Alright, so you you swipe twice at him. He's busy blocking Hope. You're able to get two solid swings in. Cutting flesh.
6: Whoosh, whoosh.
2: Sorry, that did not sound like flesh like. And um, you know. Yeah. Blood splatters uh in a, in an arc. Anything else you'd like to do? That's it. Okay. And then we get to so the two uh the two remaining cronweke should defend themselves. Uh the Sai Guy turns to you hope and attempts to knock you to the ground with some hits. Okay. That's uh 11 not going to do it. And that's a one. Uh, as he miscalculates, you're able to counterblock uh, as he attempts to stab out. You take your you take your um, rapier and block this way, and then push him out. And he stumbles back and falls to his feet. Uh, but he has uh, still movement left on his turn, and he totally does the breakdance jump up, jump back up thing as he gets back up, and he uh, regains his pose. Nunchuck guy takes the his blunderbuss. Uh, varel and you feel a metal cock the back of your head just like and he lets it let a shot rip off and it doesn't penetrate scale as as the bullet goes but it, it knocks your head and gives you a bit of whiplash but nothing to cause any damage uh then Wait, he the drops their guns no, no, he has a blunderbuss and nunchucks. Oh, okay. So he took his, his, the gun and he tried to shoot you in the back of the head with it. It did nothing. So then he takes his nunchuck, he grabs it with the other hand, and he puts it around your neck and attempts to grapple you to the ground, uh, full jujitsu style. We'll need to make a strength contest, please.
4: All right. Well, 21. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I rolled
2: really low. So, so he attempts to, to pull you uh, down as he wraps the nunchuck around your neck and you are unrestrained by it. You elbow him in the back and he's got to let go. Um, hope it is now your turn.
1: All right. Uh, we'll do the attacks on the side guy and then diplomacy will move to the blunderbuss boy.
2: Okay. Attacks on side guy.
1: All right. I crit with this first one, a national 20.
2: Oh shit. Roll your double your damage dice.
1: So 20 damage for this one.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. On Cygai, perfect. All right, there's a stabbing blow as it sinks into his gut, comes out the other side, and lets some blood drip out. Not dead yet, though.
1: Awesome. (laughs) Pulls out her rapier and goes for another with a 25. That's a hit. 17 damage?
2: Yep. Um, You slay the next one as well. Any, any description you want to provide? Well, where does where does the sword go?
1: Just another great gut hit, but this right. one gets some organs.
2: Yeah, maybe it's aimed <laughs> up. Maybe it's aimed up a little bit, so it skewers everything, like kidney, heart, all that stuff. Yeah, it's
1: it's grosser on the inside, but it's clean because it's the rapier. And his
2: orc face looks at you in surprise as as it just goes, and blood just barfs out of his mouth as he falls over, and you take your boot and pull the rapier off and kick him to the ground. Awesome.
1: And then uh, with blood on her front now from the vomit, she turns to Blunderbuss Boy and unleashes her final attack.
2: Okay. Make the roll. boy. 21. All right, it's a hit.
1: 12 damage. Okay. And then diplomacy for the last. <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. You're a DPS, DPS monster. It this was fight. a
1: very kind gift from Stanley. Is this it? one hits with a nat 20 as well.
2: Okay, double your oh, damage geez. dice. 16. Okay, perfect. Uh, 16, so that's 28 total to Nunchuck Boy. As you turn around, deal with the Psy guy and begins just stabbing, just backing them up. You're a woman possessed as you just, like, stab everything. You've done, like, 80%. You'd be, like, top percent damage at the Heroes of the Storm post-match. You're, like It's like, she's just stabbing everything. And this one's getting stabbed to death, too. Uh, that brings us to you, Nash. You're next in the turn order.
0: Okay. Well, let's see if we can do something better than we did last time. Um I'm gonna firebolt the guys again. Okay. So here goes.
2: Ooh, a natural twenty for twenty nine. Alright, so double your damage dice for your firebolt. Here goes. If you
5: roll the damage now, it should automatically do it as a critical.
2: Uh thirty-five, I believe that is correct, right? It says
5: crit. Yeah, it's like sixty ten, yeah. right? Yeah. For uh, yeah. that level of firebolt. Yeah. yeah. If it's a crit, then it It is it. sixty
0: ten. So yeah, you're so right. So
2: you did how much damage?
0: Thirty five fire damage. That's pretty good for a cantrip. Jeez. Yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs> Describe how your
2: firebolt <laughs> kills this Karamokushi. Uh, it
0: it hits him in the center of his of his weight, and uh, for a brief moment, looks like it's just sort of stops, and then. And then it just envelops him and grows outward and upward and uh, just turns him into just burning man ash, and then sort of crumbles to the floor and goop and dry stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> dry goop and dry stuff. You know what? What fire does? Fire does. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. fire. That's oh, fine. That's fine. So you you, and then he falls over into goop and, and stuff. Good. Is on fi- his body's on fire. And the room falls to silence again. Nice. Combat is over.
0: Nash relishes the smell because it's different than the stink that's usually in here.
2: He's into it. Yeah, the pipe,
5: the lava pipe above, throbs overhead. Brum, 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 brum. All right. I think we press on.
4: I would like to make a ninja pirate, though, that has blunder busts. Swinging like nunchucks. Yeah.
2: That's actually a good idea. I yeah, wish I would have thought of that. It's a great idea. Yeah. Love it. Like just boom. boom. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. It'd it awesome. definitely be in Final Fantasy XIV anyways. A, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a job. Excuse that's, me. A, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's a Final Fantasy XIV weapon if I ever saw one. Um, all right. So I'm um, to
4: head to Nashville give thumbs up because this was good. I mean, we had to get rid of them for us, but the plan is working. The principal wants you to come to him and these guys weren't supposed to like report. So we're good.
2: Sounds good to me. All right. So you turn to move down this hallway and the hallway, except for the glowing lava pipe above recedes into darkness. But one thing I can say is that as you look down the hallway, it looks like on the left and right side, there are little, Lumps on the left and right side, and you hear a very quiet, very quiet chorus of voices going
6: "Uh,
2: uh, uh, uh," coming from the hallway.
0: It's like actual music,
2: or just sounds like 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 choir like voices singing. Okay. Uh, 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 it's very it's very just quiet. Very but you can see the lava pipe glowing and as it glows down deep deep like hundred feet down, you begin to see sort of lumps on the left side of this one particular cave. Also worth noting, you notice a blood trail of lumpy sand on the ground leading down this cavernous passage. Fresh? No, it doesn't look fresh. It looks clumped and old. But fresh enough, like past little mm. while a week two weeks maybe brown stained brown or burgundy against the sandy floor interesting
4: we would be trailing nash as he makes his way but back in stealth mode okay
2: you begin making your way down and as you get further down the hallway you begin to notice that there's a transition from cave wall to whatever these mounds are on the side of the wall. And as you get closer, you can make out faces along the wall. And the faces along the wall have their mouths open and their sort of eyes are staring blankly. And you hear them going, "o." but dissonant as they do various melodies, and the hall begins filling up with the melodic chorus of voices chanting. But without a need to breathe, they never stop to take a breath, it seems like. <laughs>
4: Do they look like wall heads or do they look like heads put in the wall?
2: <laughs> they look like heads put into the wall. There's this sort of membrane uh, covering the sides, but it's into the dirt. So you see dirt as well as fleshy connectors. And the glowing lava pipe overhead continues to illuminate every- everything, casting hard shadows on their face, making them look more grim and forbid- foreboding. But making just the immediate connection of the headless corpses of the slaves and then seeing the heads on the walls, they have the appearance appearance of mainly hum, elves, elves and humans and gnomes, various soft-shell humanoid heads somehow mounted into the wall and all chanting and staring off into space. And you stop short of the border of the clean, normal cavern hallway to the hallway where faces begin to appear.
4: Is it gooey, Carvalon style? Like that technology?
2: It's not gooey. If anything, it reminds you a little more of the room beneath Dust Hill. The engine room under Dust Hill had a circular room filled with skulls all around the wall. And it looked like that, that these heads were mounted in ritual. Um, But they're not skulls. They're fleshy faces chanting. Into the hallway.
3: Oh,
2: oh, Are they good at singing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's haunting, but yes, they're able to hold the various notes that they're holding. So they aren't off key, but they aren't singing, you know, like... Uh, Take me out on the city tonight. Like there's nothing <laughs> like that, you know. Like,
0: <laughs> I just, love that song.
2: Oh, 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 Take me out on the city tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like classic Bill Carvel tune from nineteen forties.
0: Yeah, I'm into it.
4: Well, I mean, as long as they're not changing their tone as we pass by. We will continue the Nash in front parade.
2: So you, you do yeah. like a, a Ash style thing where you step one foot forward and see if they stop singing. Step another foot forward and see if they stop singing.
4: Well, he's leading the way, right? We're haunting behind oh, him. Nash,
2: are you leading the way? Yeah, I'll lead the way. Always... I'm I'm ahead at right. the moment.
4: Yeah, he's he right, so ahead of us. So you're amongst he's, all he's the heads enough now. enough ahead that we would be stealth so that when he enters whatever room it is and, and principal goes, Calm, you know, We're not there. Right, right.
2: Okay, so Nash, you move further ahead into the, and so you're surrounded now in heads that are going,
3: oh, oh, oh,
2: all around you. And there's a, a pipe, a glass pipe of lava, stapled to the ceiling with various electrical wires, kind of going.
0: Okay, do I have any mem- memory of that as a thing before? Like, you have no memory of this room. Okay, so this is foreign to me, especially the singing heads.
2: Yeah, there's something new about this. You've never seen this. Okay. So as the rest of the party follows behind, you see one of the things that you do see, Nash, is you sort of recognize some of the faces, but barely. You can't put a name to them, but you think one of the faces looks like someone that once snuck you some M&Ms from Walmart above. Oh geez! Another person might have been kind of nice to you, and you even see the guy who used to chase you and you hide in the closet. You see one of his heads, and you see he's now on this wall of heads, and his, fo- his face is sort of empty. He's just going,
3: oh, 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 oh.
0: simply chanting. <sighs> Well, I'll make note of it. I don't nothing I can really do about that,
2: I guess. Now, Hope, what's going on with you as you travel down this hallway? Yeah, you know, what's your deal? <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah uh, <laughs> Yeah, what's up, Hope? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Come on. What the hell's going on?
1: She's uh She's just looking at the faces. This is the weirdest thing she's ever seen. But she's also wondering possibly if these are um the principal is a lich, so phylacteries of a sense, but maybe not because why would they be in a wall? If Could they be killed if you stab them in the head and they stop the singing? Is the singing.
2: That's a hope question for sure. Can no, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> you kill it? <laughs> <laughs> can it be killed?
1: It's a nice How little quickly ABC can I kill show. it? Um, Uh, And then if the singing is somehow giving the principal a buff or something, she's Hmm. tactically about the fight that's about to happen. She's curious how these things play a part if they do.
2: Okay. So you haven't been avoiding looking at them. You've been looking at them directly. So as everyone progresses down, you know, they're all probably, I mean, I assume Stanley and Dorel, you're looking around curiously as well, but Hope in particular, you look around at the various faces chanting, and then it happens you lock eyes with a face it's a tiefling face and the recognition is immediate it's the face of your father jeez and for a minute you look and it stares at you and it seems to wake and snap from its mesmer hope is that you love
1: Dad.
3: Hope. <laughs> Sad.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's me, Dad.
2: I saw you. Where are you? And the eyes sort of scan around, as if it can't see you again.
4: Wait, is she doing this? Can we hear the dad?
2: Yeah, she immediately just stops, and her voice changes. It's immediately like not the savage voice you hear, like. You know what I mean? Like it's a little you know, little girl talking to her dad. All but is sudden. the
4: wall talking too? Can we hear the, the dad yeah. side? Yeah, go okay, cool.
2: over okay. the singing. Yeah, yeah you can yeah, hear the She's dad making
4: mind. it up like it's time to go. Like grab hope and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's just being creepy. Hope's talking creepy, her heads again.
6: Oh,
1: shit. Hope?
3: Is that you, love?
1: Yeah, dad, it's me. Um ha- are you okay?
3: How's your mother? Is she alright? Is she scared?
1: No. She's not scared. No. Are you okay? Are you in pain? What's going on?
3: Hope, how I've I've missed you.
1: Dad, I've... It's okay, Dad. It's all right now.
3: Are are you okay, love?
1: Yeah. I'm all right.
3: I, I want to go home.
1: Me too, Dad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, uh, I'm not gonna say, one of the faces in the walls of baby starts making weird noises. <laughs> oh, <my
1: gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can't go home, Dad.
3: Can't, can't you get me out of here, love? We'll go out in the range, shoot some uh, sand squid. Yeah, Dad. I'd like to do that.
1: Dad, and she'll reach out and touch the face on the cheek and pull, start pulling out a rapier. And <laughs> Dad, know that I'm happy and I love you and I love mom. And please be at peace. Y- and then y- she'll go to stab it through the forehead.
2: Okay, make an attack roll.
1: Nineteen.
2: All right. You stab it quickly before it can speak too much to get to your heart and soul, I guess. And the face... Uh, uh, uh. You
3: gotta help your mama. I fear she's not okay. Uh, I love you, Orphy. (sighs)
2: <sighs> and the face sort of grays out and slouches, and hangs, droops from the wall, lifeless.
1: Hope will slowly pull the rapier out. Stand there, looking at the ground. Take a deep breath. Lift her head up. Look at Stanley and Varela Nash and Now that it's time to keep going.
4: All right. The party
2: walks on down the hallway of faces. A little further on you go. Everyone's quiet and somber. The doorway appears finally in the light. This one is large and metallic. and the faces are very much crammed all along the corners of it. And you hear
3: <laughs>
2: echoing through this hallway of faces. Everyone's just stunned right now. There's some freaky because of Hope just found her dad and killed her in like two seconds. <laughs> I don't know. If you, but That's <laughs>
0: one of the freakiest settings you've had. Just really weird in there. Kind of amazing, actually.
4: Well, if Nash in the way, if he looks back, I you know give him a snoot nod. Kind of encourage him to be the one to open the door. He's expected after all. I would do yeah. that
2: you go to try to open the door but you don't see a door handle you don't see a panel you don't see buttons you just see human heads chanting all around the door frame and a large metal slab of door space door even but it's rusted and old brown looking you don't see a handle a button a latch hmm maybe it opens by lifting from the bottom up but you see nothing
0: do I sense that this is one of those door, living door things that we haven't seen in a while?
2: The only way to find out if there's a living door is to talk to it, I suppose.
0: I'll say, excuse me,
2: door. <laughs> See if it responds. Some of the chanting stops and the faces all along the door frame begin to speak.
3: Who seeks passage to the empty
2: chamber? And the eyes kind of roll around and then stand like nudges
5: Nash.
0: (laughs) Um son of the principal, I would say. Trying to
2: Hopefully. Does the son of the principal have a name? Um,
0: Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines.
2: We will be a moment as we review your request with the door authority. And that's where we'll leave it for this week.
0: <laughs> freaking door authority. Bringing it back. Oh, I hate those guys. Uh, Wow. That, <laughs> was a really, guys. that was a legit creepy place. Like,
4: What a cool callback to yeah. season one. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think there's something about... I don't know. There's awesome. something about the way we had to deal with your dad in there. That's weird. It's freaking weird. So I, I'd say props to Kristen for making that super real today. That was really good.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I, I should have expected you to like stab him pretty quick. For some reason, I didn't. <laughs> I, was, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Still shocked. Letting that go for a while. Jeez, Louise. It's like we've been playing for four years. Your dad's been missing this whole time. You're like, "Hey, Dad,
5: <laughs> what's up?" Hi, Dad. Well, you put him guy. out of his misery. I, I know it. the yeah. thinking. I knew he
1: yeah. was in the solar mines
0: no you did the right thing oh that was loud uh, well uh, that's going to do it then for us this week don't forget you can support the show over at dungeons.com. you can also go to phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD and grab a tea that's based on the show that helps us a little bit and is always a nice thing so I'll go sip on some tea from them and uh, we'll be back next time with more still working out when next time is because I have a birthday thing next week but I think I'm here and then we leave after the show I can't remember but anyway we'll work that off We'll work that out off here don't worry we'll figure
2: it out <laughs> work it off we'll work it off
0: and uh, we'll find out what's uh, what's going on but in the meantime we hope you enjoyed the show thank you for watching and those who are here live you guys are awesome thanks for hanging out with us this afternoon and spending some time with us that's gonna do it for us for kyle for Kristen, for me for bo and for john thanks for listening we'll see you next time